0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want, toll-free, 855 free. 855-450-free. That's one 450 3733 Joining you tonight, it's in
1: Jonathan! <laughs> Johnny Ray and Mark.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Johnny Ray, welcome back to the program. You had to take a week off because of uh, work-related duties, because somebody out there actually pays you to do things, and you do a good job.
2: Thank you. I'm very, very happy to be back.
0: Well, always good to have you here. In fact, you brought something in tonight to discuss uh, about uh, this Mitt Romney character, and uh, we'll get into that here in a moment. Also want to invite you, dear listener, you can bring up whatever's on your mind, 855 free That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, one 3733 and you can join us online at freetalklive.com, where you can get interactive in a variety of different ways. The primary method is by actually submitting what we call show prep, to the freetalklive.com website. When you go to freetalklive.com, you will see items as you go down the page. Those items have numbers, the numbers are votes, the items were submitted by listeners like you, and you get to vote up and down on various different things, and the most voted up will make it to the front page and the top of the site. So go ahead and head on over there and uh, enjoy that. Now, uh, Twitter Tuesday is also happening, by the way. I forgot to announce it last night, and I don't know, it's kind of dying off. I don't know if uh, Twitter Tuesday is going to continue much longer, because at this point, uh, we're only getting uh, like a handful of People following us on Twitter on Tuesdays, so I'm not sure at what level we should be doing Twitter Tuesday because the original idea was to use it as a promotional vehicle. Like if you at you tweet at Free Talk Live, we will follow your account with the intention being to kind of build mentions of Free Talk Live on one day on Twitter. So maybe we should just cut it back to a month, once a month or something like that. Honestly, I don't know what to do, and I'm open to. Uh, to ideas, so if you've got any, uh, you're welcome to share it on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, 855-450-FREE is also the toll free number here.
2: I so, look at Facebook a lot. I get the impression that Twitter uh, may be better, though. I don't have a Twitter account. I, you
0: know, if I had to pick, I'd pick pay- Facebook because I think there's more interactivity between people on Facebook. Twitter is more, I think, a little. Even though it's social, it feels more insular. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just totally wrong about this because I, you know, I can't claim to be a Twitter expert. Um, and I certainly would you know you're welcome to weigh in with what you think but normally when somebody's co- commenting on Twitter they're commenting to you and yeah other people could see that comment but it's not as it doesn't seem to facilitate the discussions that you see like on uh, on Facebook so like if I ask a question on Facebook and it's a really good question I ask the same question on Twitter you are more likely to see more people going, kind of going back and forth. But then, then maybe that's because more people follow us on Facebook in the first place.
3: I don't know. I mean, I've got to say that Facebook I'm more comfortable with, but there are a lot of people out there that like Twitter. So I'm not going to tell them that uh, you know, they, their social media of choice isn't...
0: Uh, no, I, I'm know. not saying it's invalid. I'm just saying I was asked for a preference, and mm-hmm. if I'm going to... Pick one. I'm going to pick uh, Facebook. We don't have to pick one. We can do them both, thanks to a neat little application called Hootsuite that makes it easy.
2: So, you and I also wanted to add yes. that um, there was a reason I sang my name in such a strange manner at the beginning of the show. Hmm. That reason is that my mother has begun to listen to some of the shows. Uh-huh. That's my impression. Is that how she calls you That's when it's dinner time? Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she, my mom, went to lengths to. See that no one called me Johnny, and she doesn't like it when people call me Johnny. She much prefers Jonathan. Well, it's, uh, you know what, you prefer Johnny, though, right? I mean, that's how you go. Uh, I usually don't introduce myself that way, but I'm happy to be called that, and I know that people love to say it, and in fact, my middle initial is E, so. You know, I could take it anyway. If you I prefer to be called Jonathan, I have no problem. Uh, changing. My mom would prefer it, but uh, I, I guess if I don't even want to weigh in on it. You just call me whatever feels right for you. It's free mom, talk live. If
0: your mom becomes a hundred dollar a month amplifier tonight, <laughs> I will start calling you whatever she wants me to. About that, uh, so Mitt Romney is uh, what? Putting forth some sort of five point plan.
2: Mitt's plan to create twelve million new jobs. Right, because presidents are supposed to be job creators, Mitt right? Romney has no idea what number will of jobs will be either gained or lost. but it doesn't at any hurt time you're
0: right, and but it doesn't future. hurt him to go out there and just throw out a big
2: number as though he can do something like that.: No no, he must do that and the it's like on the cover of um of magazines these days they've kind of gone from top ten lists to top seventeen. The more arbitrary, the more real it sounds. Well it's maybe true.
0: maybe at the next debate, uh Romney could throw this out there about what was it, 13, 12, 12, million, million. 12 million
2: jobs? And then maybe Obama could come
0: back with, Well, my plan is thirteen million. Oh and yeah? You, well well mine's
2: fifteen now. You can't be so bald as that. You've gotta have you've got to, you gotta <laughs> you gotta be controlling the You have to have
3: lots of things written on paper by somebody um who, you know, sounds like they know what they're talking about. Doctor
2: guy, and or no something. one will read it. Yeah, well, that way at
0: least you've got, like you said, some and no one will you hold you to, to it. <laughs> no, no on, well, they can't. No, they can only hold you to it after the fact. But then everybody who supports Romney or most of them will defend him, just like the people who support Obama are defending him now. Uh, I had another Obama supporter uh, show me up at that uh, show, not show me up, but uh, show up at the studio yesterday. And I, this was two days after the, the one of them appeared over the weekend. So this lady, completely different lady, shows up at the door asking if we've dis- if I've decided who we're going to vote for in the, the household. And I told her, as I told the previous gentleman who came up, that I don't support Republicans and Democrats because they want to hurt peaceful people. And I just kind of stood there and, and let her, uh, you know, respond to that. And, you know, she ended up, like the other guy, agreeing with me on the things that I said about Guantanamo Bay and how he didn't qu- uh, close that. Now, and Ian,
2: he- do sometimes people not agree with you but you think that they were agreeing with you
0: oh i i would imagine that would be uh, the case i mean uh, certainly miscommunications are possible but she made it pretty clear that she didn't support you know war and that she didn't support uh the arrests of marijuana users in california for instance and that she didn't uh you know she wasn't too fond of the idea of guantanamo bay still being open but she had excuses right she had excuses and of course ultimately her excuse was that well he's not mitt romney and i heard a bad quaker who by the way is on the lrn.fm radio network he's really he's i think he's a really good talk show host uh, he's always got something interesting to say and he was talking about how in in elections most people are driven by either the fear of the devil or the worship of a man like, in that, for instance, you know, some people believe that Ron Paul's going to save everything. Yep. And, or, we've got to vote for Mitt Romney or Barack Obama to save us from the other guy who's the devil. They're evil. They're going to do terrible things. Sure, this other guy's bad, but. This guy's
3: way worse. Well, I know during the 2008 election, they had uh, you know like pictures of Obama in saint garb on like candles and things like that. They looked they looked like <laughs> religious icons. Yeah, and I don't know if these things were a joke mm. or if people were actually buying them for this purpose. I mean, I'm certain that some people uh, were you know doing sort of uh, cult of personality worship of Ron Paul, but I think Ron Paul actually had, unlike these other guys. Um, a track record you could point to and say that he was going to do this or that. You
0: so, could, but he also was not going to save America. He, on his own, was not going to turn around the federal government. Uh, he was not, you know, the last hope for liberty, that sort of thing. I, a lot of people kind of put this—they they, they have a little bit of hero worship going on.
3: I, I wouldn't and, doubt it at all there was a little bit of hero worship, yeah. but I think Ron Paul, among politicians, has earned it.
0: I I understand what you're saying, but you would agree, though, that Ron Paul cannot save America.
3: Um, I think that he could do a far better job as a um, as a president than he could a as a retired very guy. Answer
0: in, in um, Texas. You do believe though that he cannot save America.
3: I think he could go a long way of returning America. <laughs> Listen to this politician. Value.
0: <laughs> you are running for political I, office, right? Because you'd be great I've already,
2: at it. You I've are so slimy. Won. You, however, have not. I think you'd have to assume that a great portion of people who were other, uh, hitherto silent would suddenly stand up if Ron Paul became elected president. And I don't stand know why that would what? happen. Stand up and don't take a plea not pay your taxes tell tell a police officer no i don't
0: don't think so i don't see why anybody would do that just because ron paul got elected i agree Okay, you weren't saying they would.
2: No, I said you would. For Ron Paul to be able to save America, you'd have to assume that some great portion of people who had until now been silent would stand up. Which I, don't I don't know see if the people who believe that Ron Paul, I don't
0: know if the people who believe that Ron Paul would save America ever, ever thought that other people would stand up. I think they just believed that if enough people voted for Ron Paul, that he could somehow, on his own, through his own magnificence. Uh, change things. But let's go back to uh, Mitt Romney and his five-point plan. Of course, we'll also take your calls about anything at 855-450-FREE. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live.
3: Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear?
0: This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. We've got the webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact uh, as the chat room is built into the same page. Go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can do that there again.
3: cam.freetalklive.com. It's all free. Our phone lines are brought to you by SACL CAI. It's a company that handles accounts receivable. If you have a business, you need to try something new in that area, check out SACL CAI. One of the principals over there, Jason Osborne, is a big supporter of Liberty and, and has been a supporter of Free Talk Live for a very long time. And So if you can give your business in, on accounts receivable business to somebody, give it to Jason Osborne over at SACL CAI.
0: All right, so let's continue here with your calls. We'll get to the five-point plan here in a moment. Chris is on the line listening uh, via XM to America's Talk. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
4: Um, I was the one that called in uh, uh, right at the end of the show yesterday when you guys were talking about, uh, uh, I guess it was a probable cause. I don't know if you want to go over it again, since it just started the show, about a situation
2: you had at a Uh, Yeah, I remember. I want to hear it again. I want to hear the rest of the story. Yeah, well, we had gotten into
0: a discussion last night over uh, what is considered probable cause, and it was based on a story out of New Orleans, the New Orleans area, where a assistant city attorney had a joint fall out of his pocket at some point uh, during being in court, and that led to him being arrested and charged with possession of uh, cannabis. But I had suggested that had he noticed that it had fallen out and had simply picked it up and put it back in his pocket, that uh, police officers, if they had seen that happen, would not have had probable cause to search him because they would have had no reason, no circumstance surrounding that that would have led them to believe that there was indeed marijuana in that joint. And uh, that was kind of one of the things we were talking about.
4: Yeah. Yes, I remember, and I think you mentioned a situation that you felt was similar, and you know your situation in the at the city city council meeting
3: yeah right. he, he went to a city council meeting where he had a, a brown bottle with a label special label put on it that said not a beer yep. and uh they would play a drinking game that whatever the politicians said something like master plan or or
0: voted unanimously on voted
3: something. unanimously on something they would all drink and um you know at some point or another they the politicians didn't like that anymore and it was so they pretty much the, right in the beginning the <laughs> chief of police over to uh you know, find out whether what they had in their bottles and kick them out and do all kinds of things like that. So, um, and you were talking about the probable cause uh, as to whether or not the beer, as to whether or not the liquid in the bottle might be beer. Chris?
2: Yeah,
4: I guess what I was, I guess, thinking along those lines, you guys were talking about whether you needed probable cause or that sort of thing. To me, and, and I guess this just goes, I've never been to a city council meeting where somebody was doing that, so I, I don't <laughs> want to speak to that particular situation. But to me, if I'm driving down the street and I see a person sitting at the bus stop with a brown bottle with without a label saying that it is beer, let's just say no label, they mm-hmm. tore it off or it just, for instance, says not a beer and they're drinking out of a brown bottle sitting in public, which in Virginia is, is considered drinking in public, which is against the law. And i
0: is it against just to clarify is it against to is it against the law in Virginia to drink from a brown bottle in public or to drink alcohol in public?
4: Drink alcohol in public. Okay. So, I would go up to that person and if I had nothing other than what I just saw, I would say, "Excuse me, can I can I hold your bottle?" Right. And if they said no, I'd say, "Well, you have to give me that bottle so I can see if that's alcohol." Ooh. To me, I would not consider that search because him holding the bottle which is open which he's drinking out of he, he has no expectation of privacy of what's in that bottle he's drinking it in public it's open
3: we have been talking, you're taking it and
2: sniffing it going. you're searching now, it hold sir.
3: on hold on just a second we've been told by a police officer that you should always keep the cap to your bottle uh your beer bottle so that you can just twist it right back on and at that point the officer cannot search it is that a true statement?
4: Uh. I guess it depends. If, if I saw you open it up and take a swig in public, and I had reasonable suspicion that you were drinking a beer in public, what would there our, being a cap on it?
0: What this, is your reasonable I'm articulable suspicion uh, regarding drinking a beer if a man is simply drinking from a brown bottle,
2: like an IBC root? beer. Um, There's an example. Yeah, I, could,
4: I guess just based on my experience and and training, it's not. Uncommon, or it is more common to see if somebody's drinking a from a brown bottle uh, that has no label on it that they might be drinking alcohol from that bottle. So
0: the hell now, with the right I to guess, privacy. Well, just I because you have a sneaking suspicion means you get to go and sniff people's uh, bottles. The thing it's is ridiculous. Is, the thing well, is, though. Thing, go
3: ahead, officer. Go ahead.
4: I'm I'm just saying that's it's it's the court that has said what you when there's a a reasonable expectation of privacy and you doing something in public with it open out in the open and everything that you don't have that expectation of privacy anymore.
2: Hmm. Does, yeah. Do you draw a line anywhere for yourself officer on um, consuming on, on enforcing laws against consuming alcohol uh, in, in a public space? Like, do you have a, an array of colors that are acceptable and ones oh, that aren't.
4: Absolutely, I, I can't remember the last time I, I wrote. What's
2: wrote what's over the line for that. you? What I, would I be over in the a, line for I work you? In a, a, I'm sorry. What's that? I was wondering if you had a personal line for yourself that you could think of right now that would be too far.
4: Well, I'm a I'm a listener to Free Talk Live. uh <laughs> I am a police officer, but I'm a listener to Free Talk Live. So normally, if nobody's being bothered, I don't concern myself with it. Well,
2: I appreciate that. Yeah, me too. So.
4: you know well i Uh, I mean i I still question i mean i I, I have to enforce the law but you
0: know i get it chris that you know you're you probably have more experience dealing with courts than than i do on this particular issue and and maybe have done more legal research but it would seem to me that somebody who refused to uh, consent to your search because again you did ask for consent in the first part part of your example, uh, would have s- at least some level of defense for themselves if you did end up arresting that person. Sure, that's line. the thing is if they defended Chris, themselves.
3: But Chris, Chris will uh, you know his his charge will go forward without any charge, when any costs to him. Oh yeah, However, it's going to ruin your day. Can take it to the Supreme Court um, at uh, costs of thousands of dollars at the very least if they go. Well, they never uh, made it to the Supreme Court
0: for me because they dropped the charges before it even went to district court. So that proved to me that they had no case and that they knew that what they did was illegal or because they were- if they didn't – because if what they did was not illegal, they would have absolutely gone through with prosecuting me in my opinion because they certainly haven't stopped <laughs> – you <know>, they've certainly <laughs> prosecuted me plenty of other times. In this case, they didn't, and I, I suspect that's because they knew that it, uh, it, it wouldn't have been right even with their twisted system. I have so, another Chris, question. Me, for, hold okay. on. I want to know about the joint, though. What do you think about that one? I mean, because then you don't have the brown well, bottle thing. Is it the same thing just because it's a rolled
2: cigarette? All of a sudden you get to sniff it out? That seems open and shut to me because all a police officer would need to do is say that I, I smelled it. It smelled like marijuana. Yeah, he could make that claim. Go ahead, Chris.
4: I mean, once you once you have the smell, then you're beyond reasonable suspicion. Then you're a probable cause with the smell. whether you have the smell or not. What marijuana smells like. But I'm sorry with that. <laughs>
2: Um, I said that that uh, n- any police officer could ask for the search based on what he said was his smell, what what he smelled, and if he saw a joint fall out, he would say that he smelled it. It probably would. That's usually the smart thing for the cop well, to I, do. I,
4: mean, I wouldn't say I smelled something else. I actually
0: smelled something. Well, I believe okay. you, Chris. <laughs>
3: suggestion is powerful, though. I mean, uh, did you have another question for him,
0: by the way? Or we? Uh... I did. Yeah. All right, stand by, Chris. Can you hang with us? I can hang for a
4: little while. Right, cool. I'm at work right now, so I can't stay for Excellent. sure. Well, well, this I'll is this is part of
0: your duties. You're serving the while. public here, Chris, so stand by. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-453. This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number tonight for you. Bring up what you want. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can even continue a topic from last night, which is what we're doing right now with uh, Chris. We'll continue with his call in a moment. 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Uh, we've got a mobile site. You can go to m.freetalklive.com, get quick access to our live streams, broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show, different size bit rates for different internet connection sizes. All of them are free for you at m.freetalklive.com, plus you'll get the new listen line that'll allow you to connect. Uh, even if you don't have a data connection, you can call uh, as long as you can dial long distance. You can listen to Free Talk Live through the listen line. So go to m.freetalklive.com
3: to get that information. Yeah. Halloween's coming up, and uh, Stateless Sweets is a good thing to have on hand. I would fight a little kid in a Power Rangers outfit over uh, the English toffee that they have from StatelessSweets.com.
0: Yeah, that's—wow. Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine getting Stateless Sweets if I were going door-to-door as a kid and how incredible that would be. I think you should have that them for be. whatever
3: Halloween parties you might have. I'd
0: give it to my loved ones, not some punks coming around <laughs> the neighborhood.
3: You know, I, don't, I just don't think they'd appreciate it. Yeah, it's too, yeah it's too good. For- yeah. Too good for— the what's your favorite? Uh the fudge. The fudge. Uh they, they, I really love the the cinnamon uh, caramels that they have. Those were really good. I there were
0: I should I wish I had more of them actually. They were pretty good.
2: <laughs> Jedi Ray, did you try any of the stateless sweets we think had? You in the had the oh, I cinnamon certainly caramels. did. I had some of the uh toffee and I had some of the caramel. Yeah.
3: Hard to say which one's your favorite. <laughs> well while you're waiting.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna say the
3: uh toffee. The English toffee, Mm. I think, is really good too. Anyway, uh, there's all kinds of more than a dozen different types here. We make an awesome party. It was it was crumbly
2: and sweet and uh, delicious and. um, Yeah, she hit. She nails it on the head.
3: StatelessSweets.com. It'll be well worth your trip. Believe me, whatever you get from her will be delicious. You can buy with Bitcoin, too, right? That's right. You can buy with Bitcoin. And uh, she she advertises herself as an agorist business. So there you go. StatelessSweets.com. Right.
0: Let's go to uh, back to the phones here. It's Ask a Cop with uh, Chris calling from Virginia and listening on XM. Uh, Chris, you're back on Free Talk Live. I appreciate you sticking on board here. I know you said you're on duty right now. So if you know you got to run and call her a crook, feel free to just throw the phone down. Uh, but Johnny Ray had another question for you.
2: I'll try and be quick. Thank
0: you,
4: uh-huh. Chris. Real, I'll, I'll try and do it quick because I have to run here. In a All
0: minute. Right.
2: Would you say that there's a sentiment among the police officers you know that your job as police officers is to get the most callers you can and then let the judicial branch sort out the guilty from the innocent? Good question.
4: No. Well, you know what? I don't know. Are you
2: encouraged to use your discretion instead? I can't
4: speak for, I can't speak for other departments, but I know in a... Metropolitan department I work at. That's not the case. We're we're really out here to to just fix what the problems are that the citizens have.
2: The problems Make a good difference.
4: They are, yeah. Be and a then, good. I mean, I I don't know what it's like in communities where there aren't a lot of homicides. I mean, I I work homicides not not every night, but you know fairly regularly. So I'm not too concerned with. Are
0: you uh, a are you a patrolman or a detective?
4: Uh, I'm, I'm a patrolman. Just drive a right radio car, which is why i I, I got to run here in a
0: minute. All right, man. Well, be safe out there, and uh, thanks for the call and the information. Feel free to chime in anytime you've got something to add. Appreciate it hearing from you, sir. Yep, thanks. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Jason. A patrolman doing homicides. Jason is in. Well, somebody's got to put up the, the tape and that sort of thing. I guess. And guard the Guard the scene. It's not that I don't believe him. I'm just surprised. Do whatever he's told to do, that sort of thing. Uh, go to Jason listening in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live.
5: How's it going, Ian? Jason, what's on your mind? Hey, I just wanted to make a quick comment about that last comment uh, caller, and then I have a question for you. Okay. Um, if you're a police officer and you do not judge the law, then I'm going to say that you're not fit to be an officer. Because if, if you just blindly follow whatever they write down on paper...
3: I don't think that's what Chris said, yeah. but I agree with your, sta- your sentiment. I don't think too many do that, though. I mean, I, I don't... I think that you know they follow the they follow sort of the generally the the zeitgeist of their department. I think is what most of uh, most officers do, as opposed to blindly following the law because the law outlaws all kinds of things like working and playing on Sunday and um, you know all kinds of silly
2: stuff that police aren't out there enforcing. I'd say it's impossible not to for a, it's impossible for a police officer not to use some discretion of some kind because there's just people lawbreakers walking. ...around him and in his area breaking the law all the time because there are so many laws that that he must use his discretion. Sure, and every police
0: officer is going to have some laws that he considers more important than others and those preferences will naturally come into play... Uh, however, when we see police enforcing laws that we know are wrong obviously we think how can they be doing that how can they treat their fellow human beings in that way and that yeah, I think it 's you know a rightful indignation but ultimately it comes from their view of the world and that that is that you know these things are wrong because they 're illegal and so therefore they must be stopped and, and i'm not, i don 't want to put all police officers in the same category but some of them certainly believe what they 've been told about the war on drugs they certainly believe that you know drugs are a scourge on humanity and that somehow using force will be able to uh, stomp them out. They do do believe that until they probably have seen enough examples of how using force actually doesn't uh, stomp out drugs and, in point of fact, uh, tends to make people's lives worse and actually puts people in greater danger due to more dangerous drugs, etc. So what was your question that you had?
5: Well, so far tonight I heard you say that you don't support Democrats nor Republicans and you don't think Ron Paul is gonna save the world, so to speak. So my question to you is, what would you suggest for a solution to to minimize or mitigate uh violence?
0: Are you uh how long have you been listening to this show?
5: Uh, a couple of weeks now. Okay.
0: We generally suggest the same solution uh, over and over again, and so I'm going to throw it out. Uh, Freestateproject.org is where people who love the ideas of liberty should go. I posted on the Ron Paul forums a few days back a link to afterronpaul.com and asked if anyone had seen the website. It's basically a a site on which you can watch a couple of videos that highlight some of the activism going on up here. And some guy responded with uh, a comment that was you know, of the sort of Ron Paul, uh, we need someone to lead us sort of mentality, and that was really the only response that the the post had received thus far. I will uh, share the exact text of it with you, but essentially it was a, well, we were hoping that you'd post some kind of uh, – message about what we should do next and uh yeah no that's not uh that wasn't the point here's what he says pretty cool but it looks like just about the free state project i was hoping it'd be more about articles and ideas on what we should be doing to keep fighting for our country (laughs) and i just feel like that's the wrong strategy fighting for the country trying to save America, trying to turn around Washington, D.C., anything that has anything to do, any strategy that has anything to do with focusing effort, focusing money, focusing time, activist resources, ideas, brainpower on changing Washington, D.C., I think you might as well just go ahead and throw some money down uh, the toilet and and or set it on fire uh, because I think that's probably the one of the worst ways to accomplish anything, as though you would actually accomplish it. Uh, to me, the best solution is concentrate activism in one geographic location, get the best activists, and some of the not best activists, but the people that really care enough to do something about the ideas of liberty, well, to focus in one I area. Can I interrupt
5: you? Yes. Because that really wasn't my question at all. Okay,
0: what was your question? I'm sorry, I misunderstood. My
5: question was, uh, what would you suggest in an attempt to mitigate violence? <laughs>
0: what sort so. of violence are you talking about human to human individual violence or the people calling themselves government versus the rest of us
2: sort of violence
5: well i i would consider it all pretty much the same problem i mean no it, it's well, not
2: I, our plan is uh, is just what ian said it's the free state project
5: well, uh, well we can get more I, specific and i've been following like Ridley report for like over a year now so i i mean i i kind of see what you guys are doing you go into the courthouse they say you can't record so you go in there and record, and you end up getting arrested. And then you go to a town hall, and you smoke pot out in the open. And you end up getting arrested, and you you kind of clog up the system. But I don't see it as being very effective in any end.
0: Sure. Well, I can understand why you'd feel that way. Uh, of course, you're ignoring the political successes. How that, about uh, yeah?
2: How about our 12%, 10%, 12% twelve percent, ten percent, twelve percent reduction? Almost twelve. Twelve percent reduction in our total. State, State budget spending. How about uh, That's the not jury? Anywhere
0: else? How about the jury nullification law that has not happened anywhere else? How's that uh, for freedom? Uh, how that, about repealing?
5: That was very interesting. How about it's More than interesting. But let's talk about ending. Let's
0: talk about ending violence, though, because that was your question. Stand by, Jason. We'll bring you back here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty three. And if you've got a plan, we'd love to hear that too. Free talk Live. Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com and enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Uh, We give them away. Unlike those other talk show hosts that charge you five, six, seven, eight bucks a month uh, for their website, you'll find that Free Talk Live gives you the site features free. Now, there are ways to voluntarily support the show if you enjoy what we're doing, and uh, one of those ways is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Now, amp stands for advertise, market, and promote, uh, and that means that you send in five bucks a month to Free Talk Live, and we invest that into the show, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, and uh, and exposing more people to the ideas. Of liberty. So you can go to amp.freetalklive.com and get signed up there, and you'll get perks like access to the amp only call in lines, the amp only podcast, which doesn't have the regular commercials that the po- regular podcast does, as well as a few other perks. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. In fact, Mark, you and I are going to be uh, not here tomorrow night as well as Thursday night. Tis true. Because the Free Talk Live amp program, uh, we Free Talk Live will still be live by the way. Our lovely co-hosts will be here uh, handling things in our absence. But uh, we will not be here because we're going to Los Angeles in order to be a part of the Talk Radio Seminar, excuse me, not the Talk, Radio, the New Media Seminar by Talkers Magazine. It is a twice yearly event. It used to be once a year, now it's twice yearly, once on the East Coast, once on the West. And it's so, been shortened though. Yeah, it's like a one day in and out. We're going to be in we're flying in Wednesday night, we're leaving Thursday night. Uh and so it's going to be a whirlwind it's gonna, tour.
3: It's going to be a real pleasure.
0: Yeah. And like a lot of probably going to be getting a lot of bad sleep uh, on the plane and uh, I remember one time you slept actually on the floor at the airport, so it's probably going to be yep. one of those scenes again. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we're doing it to get the ideas of freedom out there, to spread Free Talk Live to more radio stations, because that's the point of the, the whole visit is to just go and schmooze and hobnob with the uh, radio industry bigwigs, essentially the, the intention. And it's the Free Talk Live AMP program that makes it possible for us to go to these things. We, we go... Again, twice a year and spend a couple thousand bucks to, you know, airline tickets, hotel fees and, you know, taxi cabs and things like that uh, to get out there and, and make this happen. And it's important because we, you know, making connections in in physical reality with people that you've only talked to on the phone, for instance, like program
3: directors and such. The only way to sell difference. is face to face if you could get it done. Well, I shouldn't yeah. say the only way. The best way to sell is
2: face to face if you can get it done. You're staying at the Econo Lodge this year? <laughs> we are actually staying is at the Travel Lodge, which will be the cheapest hotel that we've stayed at for one of these conventions thus far. Clearly. I love hotels. I love the pool smell when you walk into the lobby. That's unbeatable. <laughs> I don't know if I agree, but uh, hotels can be nice. I'm not sure if this one's
0: going to be nice. The, uh, the <laughs>
6: Clear the hypodermic <laughs> the, needles the off Google, the
0: bedspread. The uh, Google reviews, somebody said there was uh, cigarette burns and the, the throws on top of the bed. And, God. Yeah, and
2: come on, man. That's lo- It's Los Angeles. That's where, pe- that's where actually dreams Hollywood. come from. It's
0: Hollywood, actually. And it's where dreams are certainly- made. There are certainly dreams there, but also on the other side
2: of that, there's a lot of
7: uh, broken. D- you know, yeah, broken dreams. people.
0: Sun- Sunset Boulevard, from what I understand, is not necessarily the the happiest of places. Broken also. vials of crack. Let's go back to uh, Jason, who is uh, still with us here now. Jason, you would ask the question about uh, how do we end violence? Was that your question previously?
5: Well, uh, just for a little background, I was the guy that called in to uh, school sucks and debated Larkin Rose. I don't, I don't know if you. Saw that at all?
0: Unfortunately, but. I don't have time to listen to all of the uh, liberty-oriented programming out there. But uh, I
3: have listened to all the shows. I have not listened to all the shows of all the shows. Yeah.
0: Uh, so you're oh, just okay. going to have to give us a recap or whatever you wanted to share with us.
5: Well, so basically, what what I see from uh, a lot of the free talk or the Free State Project is um, they kind of point to government as the problem. But I don't really think that that is the problem. I think choice is the problem because when you have a choice and a preference and somebody else has a choice and a preference they can conflict and the only solution to that is either you can remove your preference and let their choice win or you can escalate the situation and resort to force and when i was talking to or why can't you just allow
0: them to have their choice and you have yours
5: well, you can if they don't conflict. But I if see. if the two choices conflict, then you can't both have your Or you can
0: just choices, have a you know. social uh, norm that suggests there are certain rules around conflicts and that, uh, like, you know, the person who gets to the land first and uh, homesteads it, uh, you know, gets to claim that land. you can have socially acceptable rules to where violence isn't uh, necessarily the solution in any given mm-hmm. uh, example. But let's go to a real world example of this instead of talking hypotheticals.
5: Well, that's exactly what the government was set up to do. Is basically create the rule of law, to create one one entity to mitigate uh, dispute, so that you know if, if you and I couldn't agree, that's the then claim. We take it to a court, and yeah. And that's we the
0: claim, but I don't think it's true. I think government was created to, to control the little people for the benefit of the uh, the people who are in control.
5: Well, well now we're kind of, kind of getting into subjectives, but. Well, yeah, Come mean, on. You know, all the just evidence sh- shows that's on just true. just a second.
3: Now, you just made a subjective statement, which is the government was created in order to solve disputes. But that's just as subjective as Ian's claim the government was created in order to give powerful people power over uh, – actually legitimize the power that powerful people had over uh, less powerful people. I mean, well, I, those are both subjective statements.
5: It, I was taking the words written as they're written. I mean, I wasn't really interpreting it in anyway. I mean, if you look at a quote— Oh, so
0: what they write down is the real reason? I think that people can write down whatever words they want to and have intentions that are actually different from those words, don't you? You, you
5: can, but uh, I don't really think that that's the problem either, because if you look at history, I, you know, it, it didn't start off like it is now. I mean, How we, do you know that?
0: Just... Oh, I mean, it's not exactly like it was now. Like, back then, they actually had chattel slavery, so that was a little bit different. Uh, but otherwise, we still have slavery today in a diff- just a different form, much more subtle, much more devious. Well, yeah,
5: they, they were really smart about slavery. What they realized was, first, if somebody knows they're a slave, they're not very efficient at working. Mm-hmm. And second, if you have free people next to slaves, the slaves realize that they're free.
0: Okay. So
5: what they did was they eliminated slavery by just making everybody a slave
0: uh-huh so where
5: does that leave us now but that that doesn't really actually have anything to do with uh law that's more of contracts like i mean if you look at statutes you probably think that you know like uh title 28 the income taxes is, is law
0: but no, i don't not. think so i think it's just it's- words on paper
5: well, okay, but I mean, if you go beyond that, and, and there's only
0: two laws to me, and that is, you do as you uh, say you're going to do,
2: you honor your agreements,
0: and you do no harm. Those are my two laws. But it's those a law. It's a great. law
2: on paper, and ostensibly, police officers could enforce it. With with those
5: are those are great. Laws. So it is. And, so it and, is. And basically, what you're saying is, you really subscribe to what some people call common law or well, natural law.
3: We've we got two minutes here. Can you focus like a laser and tell me what the difference is? What's the distinction between what, uh, you know, what did you specifically call to, you know, uh, d- divide between you and Ian?
5: Okay. What, uh, what I called about was when people talk about the problems in government, they, they think that the solution is just to get rid of government. But then government was created to solve a different problem. So when there's no government, people solve their problems and on their own. Like, you know, if somebody attacks you, you use methods of self-defense. But when there's a government, you just kind of figure that it's somebody else's responsibility. And that's the problem with government, because when government gets corrupt, they figure that somebody else is supposed to be responsible and it comes but governments corrupt right source.
0: out the gate, and you're wrong that most people's solution is to get rid of government. Most people's solution is to elect somebody that they think is going to fix the government. Most people, uh, I mean, if most people's solution was to get rid of government, then we'd, we would see much greater support for the liberty community because the, well, the message would resonate and people would get behind it and they'd do something about it, but there's no evidence well, now wait, a, Jason. wait a
5: minute, just a second. If you replaced every single person in government, would you really have the same government?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, you'd still have because uh, you wouldn't have replaced any of the bureaucrats. All those people are still doing no, the same exact every thing.
5: No, person in government. You
0: can't I do mean, that. That's ridiculous sure fantasy. Could.
5: Um, That's I you want to talk about an unattainable goal,
0: sir. You you think you can replace everybody in the government, all the bureaucrats that have all their guaranteed rights and uh, right to work and all their you know pensions, not without
3: killing a bunch of people. Yeah.
0: Thanks for the call, Jason. I appreciate hearing from you. Eight five five four fifty 453 That's the sacl CAI. I mean free incumbents
3: line. get elected at a ninety percent something rate of you know. Uh, re-election. Having... He's
0: living under the the uh, the fantasy. I don't know belief do uh,
3: you know, I, mean, I feel like... government
0: somehow was created to do some sort of grandiose, human-oriented thing. Like it's you know, government's original idea was to help us. We were going to do something good for people. But doggone it,
3: those corrupt people took control of it, well, and now think, look what happened. I think government is a necessity in dealing with the human animal. Um, however, I think that people that called them, that decided to uh, you know cloak themselves in the necessity of government uh, generally uh, were corrupt and it has led it's it's easy to be corrupted with that much power i think the problem with government is its monopoly aspect um, that it claims
0: eight five five four fifty free it's never necessary to use force to get your way and if there wasn't a monopoly then maybe the government's if your way should not
3: be harmed much better. Then that's not More true coming
0: up here our two's next you take control free talk live
8: a science fiction comic
9: adventure from big head press Quantum vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. People travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed, with brain implants and artificial gravity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum vibe. There's a robot. Engineered features and corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. Scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on it.
0: is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Toll free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll free line joining you in studio. It's Ian, Johnny Ray, and Mark. Once again, toll free number 855-450-FREE. Edit the website over at freetalklive.com. Add stuff to it and you can vote up or vote down on anything you see on the site and then those different entries will either be promoted to the front page and the top of the site or not. They just won't make it there. Uh, you can go and uh, add a, add your items to the site. So, and, and when I say item, I mean it could be a news article, it could be a blog post, it could be a YouTube video, whatever it is you see online that you think is neat. You can submit that URL and then other people will vote on it. And maybe it'll make it to the front page over at freetalklive.com. Uh, we're going to continue with your calls. But actually, right before uh, we got back on the air this hour, I had a call come in on one of the lines in the studio. Now, here at Free Talk Live, the LRN.fm studios, where we perform the show, uh, there are several lines that are in the studio that we can access to take calls. So our network takes calls. We can take calls in two locations. So the network has a, as a board operator, and they can take phone calls. That's where you, when you call eight five five four fifty free, you go to our network lines. If you call the amp lines, which are just for Free Talk Live amplifiers, you'll come here into the studio. But there's also a uh, there's a landline in here. You know, an old school, actual, you know, twisted copper pair landline uh, <laughs> hooked up, whereas the rest of our lines are all voice over IP. And so, because I have a landline, it means that I haven't paid the—because, you know the landline companies, they charge you to remove you from their listing? That's correct. Yeah, so I haven't paid that fee, uh, so I get all the spam calls on that landline, and, you know, every now and then I'll answer it just to see what's uh, what's coming in, because sometimes someone's calling from jail, like a demo, so I will answer uh, the calls. Especially if someone is in jail, I'm more likely to answer uh, the landline. Line when when a call comes in, so I answered thinking it might be a demo calling from jail, but it was actually our r- former Tuesday night host. Yes, uh, and I and we will have him back on to tell us uh, you know what his experience in jail was uh, was like when he returns. Uh, anyway, it was Rasmussen Reports, the survey company. Now I had previously been called by like the Independent Political Report, somebody claiming to be that organization, and I had talked about how previously they had uh, put me into one of these. Voice prompting kind of uh, survey machines, and so I was going through the the questions, and I was unable to get past pretty much like the first question that they asked in this other survey about with you know for whom will you vote, Barack Obama or Mitt Romney, or are you unsure? They did not give me a third party choice or even an other option. And I tried to press the zero button to maybe get an operator and complain about how bad their survey was. It was
2: different this time.
0: I was locked in. This time it was a little bit different. And this time, it, it seemed a little bit, it seemed better from the from the front. Like Rasmussen, I've heard the name, you know, that's an actual recognizable survey company. And I figured it might be a better survey. And indeed, at one point, they actually did ask the question, for whom will you vote in the election? And they gave Barack Obama, they gave Mitt Romney, and they gave Other another candidate. And then there was also Unsure. But when I chose Other, they then put me into a question That said, if you had to choose between Barack Obama and Mitt Romney, which would it be?
3: Because you're obviously mentally ill. We're going to rephrase this question.
0: Because that's the intention of their survey is to get people to, you know, to pick candidate a or candidate b and even for those of us who would have chosen perhaps somebody else uh they're trying to force us into this paradigm of uh, of their worldview of it has to be a red team or it has to be the blue team which will it be and so of course i tried to get out of the you know answering that question with a zero with a zero and like sorry that's not an option so okay i guess i'm just not an option for your poll and i hung hung up the phone but this should give, I just, you know, I sh- only share this to give people an, an insight because I know a lot of people don't have landlines these days. If you don't have a landline, you're not getting one of these phone calls uh, for the most part. And so I share it just to give you an example of how biased these uh, phone polls are.
2: Oh, and again, if anybody cares, the not sure option was also available on the that's if true. you were forced to choose question, but that's not a satisfactory answer.
0: No, right. because I'm sure I'm not going to vote for one of those two. I'm sure of that. I'm not sure for whom I'm actually going to vote. I, I don't know if I'm going to vote for Gary Johnson because it looks like there may be a none of the above option Ian, on
2: the ballot here in New Hampshire. This is a very scientific poll, and they, it's crucial that they learn that if you were put in a pillory and whipped <laughs> <laughs> and forced to choose one— Then you need to know. We need to know that, Ian. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm not participating. Non-cooperation. I'm not
6: sure! (laughs)
0: 855 free is the toll-free number. Jim's with us listening to LRN.FM on the Palm Coast of Florida. Jim?
6: Yes, I live in uh, Palm Coast, Florida. We're a small community of about 80,000 people right off of Interstate 95, just north of the Daytona Beach area. Okay. And we have something very interesting going on in our town right now regarding red light cameras. Hmm. Um, our town put the red light cameras in about three or four years ago, and our city government has fallen in love with these cameras. And uh, any of us who have had an experience with it, we had a about a year ago, we got a ticket in our family. We don't know who got the ticket because it was just a picture of our license plate. And and we got the ticket a month after the violation, so we couldn't even remember back well, yep. who was driving that car that day at that time. Well, in any case, um, we we had a chance to watch it on video. You know, they send you this card. So we watched it on the video and you had to watch it like in slow motion about nine or 10 times to see that it was about a point four of a second that we, this car, our car went through the red light. So we called up and it was a number to call that you could call to dispute it and talk to someone. And we thought, well, maybe because it was such a close call that maybe there would be a chance that we wouldn't have to pay this $158, which had to be sent to Arizona,
10: mm.
6: to the company that actually puts these cameras in. So the, the lady laughed at me and said, oh, 0. 0.4 of a second, most of them are are that amount, or even less. So you you don't really have any kind of a, an argument or, or a case. Well, in, in any case, um, what's going on right now with this is that our county is actually – fighting with our city because the city has now decided they're going to expand this. And all over town today, they're putting up more and more red light cameras. Mm. Well, the county um, just developed this huge uh, shopping plaza, you know, millions and millions of dollars of retail space right along I-95. The idea is to get people off of I-95 while they're driving to go in and do their shopping. Well, and get a ticket. Concerned, the county's concerned that no one's going to get off 95 now once the word gets out that all these red light cameras <laughs> are up and down the road. And our mayor's position on this is if people want to come into our town to break the law, then he'd rather not have them come in and shop. <laughs> and so that's his position. And, of course, the county uh, council is very, very upset about this, and it's really become a, a major economic issue because now on even some of the GPS units, it will tell you if there are red light cameras, like at an exit mm, that yep. you considering getting off or it will warn you. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on this. It, it's, it seems like maybe basic economics may resolve this at some point in time. But this is not about safety. Almost all these tickets, you have to watch in slow motion to even be able to see the car going through the red light. And it's not even really a red light that you're you're, you're really just kind of late on a on a yellow light. And and there's just they're just falling in love with this idea here in some of the cities in Florida. Uh, and, and our city is, is one of them, unfortunately.
3: Yeah, actually, the red light cam- cameras uh, can be the opposite uh, effect of uh, safety because people will begin to slam their brakes on whenever they see a yellow light because they don't want to get the $158 ticket because every time you go through one of these lights, you'll get a $158 ticket. So what it'll do is it'll change driving behavior. Um, and as that happens, people aren't have no expectation that it's going to occur. People have the expectation that people will go through yellow lights. And if that expectation is, Uh, is changed, then people are going to start ramming their cars up other people's tailpipes and that causes safety issues. Also, what will happen oftentimes is towns will uh, note note this behavior the money that was coming in initially from the red light cameras will have gotten them all drunk with uh, with uh, full pockets of cash. And then people's behavior will change a little bit and they won't get as much money. So they'll shorten the duration of yellow lights. Uh, this has happened in many communities. I'm not saying that that's necessarily going on in, in your community. So oh, it is.
6: They've changed our yellow lights here. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Short, uh, yep. I, I wouldn't doubt that for a second. Um, so I wouldn't uh, I would not. Suggest that basic economics is going to just somehow stop uh, your city government. Economics and governments really just don't get involved. Basically, governments crumble before they learn economics. I mean, you know, there's there's all kind. History's full of examples of this. The government simply yeah, cannot they'll just fathom. keep handing out tickets. Yeah. What you need is a new mayor and a new bunch of other things. Can the county
0: uh, like eliminate the city in Florida?
3: I, I wouldn't not think so.
0: I
6: don't think so, but... Because um, that would be kind of cool know, if the county just
0: annexed the city and just kind yeah. of uh, absorbed it and just dissolved the city government. That would be a cool thing to happen. I don't think it's probably going to happen, though. But Thanks for sharing. Let us know how it shakes out, Jim. Appreciate your call tonight. 855 okay. free and try to get
7: the hell out of there. It's Free Talk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll-free, bring up anything you want. 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give away to you. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian here. Johnny Ray. And Mark. And those features on the site do include archives, so if you've missed a moment of the show, no big deal. They're all there. You can just click and download. Going back for years, you get the last seven days' worth right at the top of the page, and then if you go to our SoundCloud page, you can download many years' worth of the program all the way back to late 2006, all for free. And you can find the SoundCloud page at soundcloud.freetalklive.com. Or if you're already on our website, just look on the left-hand side of the page under Listen and Share, and you'll find our SoundCloud link there. Uh, so 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number. You can bring up anything. We had a caller in the the end of the last hour ask us about you know what can be done about ending the you know, kind of institutionalized violence that, uh, that we currently are dealing with. And I, of course, suggested the Free State Project because I don't think there's anything that can be done at the Washington, D.C. level to change D.C. in any significant or even insignificant manner. Uh, It seems to be they're pretty entrenched there, those power-mongering folks and their corporate buddies who back them up. You know, it's business as usual in D.C. and electing someone new is not going to change that because the people who want to get elected to D.C., with the exception of Ron Paul maybe, are seeking power And so even the ones that are the new blood that might possibly beat an incumbent here and there, because it's like 90 percent of incumbents stay in office. So, you know, the here and there candidates that will actually win are uh, very jazzed about winning because that means they get the power and they get to reward their friends and punish their enemies. So I'm under no delusion that uh, anything's going to change in Washington, D.C., or that I should spend any of my effort and my uh, precious time bothering to try to change it. So, therefore, I made the choice uh, back in uh, the—about a decade ago now, at this point, to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And uh, that's the reason why both of you guys are here as well, uh, is because of the Free State Project. Indeed. There are over a 1,000 people that are here in New Hampshire now as part of the Free State Project. They are all uh, here to live in uh, a state of more freedom because New Hampshire is already the freest of the 50 states, according to the Mercatus Center. And uh, but make it better because there's still plenty of problems here, still plenty of issues. State is aggressing against a lot of peaceful people and there's a lot of you know there's still bad taxes like the property tax here. So these things must change. And the only chance we're going to have of changing them anywhere is if we have a concentration of activism. That makes the most sense to me. I'm still open to other ideas. I like the Honduras idea, you know, move a bunch of people down to one city in uh, in Honduras and live in a free city. That's a cool idea. I'd love to see it pan out. Unfortunately, the Supreme Court thus far in a panel has uh, ruled against the constitutionality of such a city. The full Supreme Court in Honduras has yet to hear the case. So, we, you know, that one's not resolved quite yet and maybe it won't end up being Honduras maybe uh, you know it'll be in Sweden or you know Switzerland or, or something like that who knows where this this free city will end up or maybe it'll be you know somewhere in New Hampshire
2: Simon Black wants to go to Chile and who is this Simon Black is a he's a businessman a, a and and a venture capitalist i i would say he sends okay. out an email where he talks about how foolish die. it is To remain in the United States. The sovereign. He chronicles the flight of the wealth and the brains from our country. Ah, okay. And he wants to do something in Chile. So to set up kind of a free city deal? Yes, not a free city, but I suppose kind of a free city deal. He suggests having
3: your business incorporated in one place, do your business in another country, have your uh, citizenship in one uh, place, your residence in another. I mean, just to do...
0: Sounds like something wealthy people could possibly do. But I think the thing I like about the the Free State Project is you don't have to have a whole lot of means to get involved. You just have to have the ability to get your butt to New Hampshire and then get active once, uh, once you're here. It doesn't require any kind of corporation or all the facets of doing the the stuff that the wealthy know how to do, and they have the consultants and folks that can help them with that. So that's cool. I hope that, you know, he can have his little enclave uh, or
2: gold sculpture or whatever it is uh, that he's trying to do. One of the things I love about the Free State Project is I feel like I selected it because of this patriotic thing inside of me that believes that the experiment that was begun in America should be tried again, but for real this time.
0: Mm. You mean like a principled experiment in liberty, but actually exactly. having principles and actually having liberty? Exactly. Seems like cool. you're
3: going out of a limb suggesting that's what the, princ- the, the experiment in America was. But, uh, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people might agree with you. <laughs>
0: well, that's what our caller was suggesting earlier, that, you know, the government was created to do
2: good things and help people and resolve disputes and things like that. The textbooks say that liberalism began in the 18th century, sort of coalesced in the 18th century. The Enlightenment. Classical liberalism, yeah, right? So, uh, freestateproject.org.
0: Go there. Learn more about it. There's 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. You'll find that on the left-hand side. I think you have to click on Why New Hampshire, and then underneath that, it'll be a, the 101 reasons link. And it's just a—it's the best idea that there is. It's an, not a, not just an idea. It's a proof of concept. Because a decade ago, it was just an idea. Uh, it was a decade ago that we were talking about it on the radio. Actually, it's been almost a decade now that we've done this show. It's less, let, We are less than a month away from our 10-year uh, anniversary.
2: I first saw an ad for the Free State Project, I think probably in 2001, in mm-hmm. the back of a LP newsletter oh, wow. or newspaper thing. You go way back. You were in the LP? Back in... Two thousand, two thousand one. That's the Libertarian Party, by the way. For those who are uninitiated, uh, yeah, you know, one in of North Carolina. I I went to. I never did much with them, although I did. They sent me once to go have a sit down meeting with these socialist squatters. Oh wow! In a, in a house that they were squatting in. <laughs> so and what I'll, was the purpose of the meeting? I don't remember. <laughs> I went over and chilled with these guys for a while. Talked to them. I think I mostly listened to them. They. They had a th- they had a thing that they wanted to get off their chest, so I mostly just sat there and mm. hummed and hawed, and probably said something. Don't remember what it was, and then <laughs> wished them a good day and left. So we're here now. It's uh, New Hampshire was
0: chosen out of ten states. To uh, be the destination for the Free State Project. There are over 12,800 people that have signed up to be a part of it. We want to reach 20,000, so we still get a little ways to go, and uh, it's just a great time. I highly recommend you check it out, freestateproject.org. 855-450-FREE, the toll-free number. Johnny Ray, uh, this five-point plan. That's right. Mitt Romney has a plan. He's going to create 12 million jobs
2: like magic.
0: Because that's what he would need, is magic, in order to be able to,
2: as one man, create 12 million jobs. Thank heavens for Mitt Romney, because we need 12 million jobs. Part one of Mitt's plan is to achieve energy independence on this continent by 2020. America is blessed with extraordinary natural resources, and developing them will create millions of good jobs, not not only in the energy industry, but also in industries like manufacturing that will benefit from more energy at lower prices. Are these his words? This is actual quotes? This is from from Mitt Romney's website. I see.
3: This a president could do. They could create, uh, you know, they could, uh, you know, lobby Congress for laws that would allow uh, the country to be more energy independent. The assumption, however, is that that's a good thing. Exactly. I think it's a good thing, but I'm not sure. And uh, you know, what we would know is is that uh, if if the government got out of energy, the best thing is going to happen in mm-hmm. that area now that's barring greenhouse gases and whatever one might believe in that area but i do think that uh, you know i do think that the the free market is the best one to resolve that too i mean the the greenies have been lobbying governments for decades in order to get them to you know do something about the greenhouse gases and it's not helping uh, so you know i say that really only the market can solve whatever issues there are as far as the environment goes
2: people who people and talent who really think that energy independence is the way to strength will will locate themselves near sources of energy and build a community around that. And if that proves the mightiest, then we're gonna come back with more shortly. Eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI
0: Toll Free Line. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone anywhere? Add this number to your phone two one three. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE, SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you. A lot of them are available there, and we give them away, including news updates. Get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. You will know first. If you're on the news lists. you can go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. Follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever is your preference. You may uh, choose it, and it's free over at news.freetalklive.com. Now, if you are following on uh, Facebook or Twitter, you will get more than just the news. You'll also get some observations and questions and show prep, things like that, that we'll post there during the show. As the show goes on, you'll get different uh, things from Twitter and Facebook. So that's a way to get even more than just the news. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up. That's news.freetalklive.com.
3: And if you haven't heard about bitcoins before, you need to go to WeUseCoins.org. If you have heard about the digital online peer-to-peer open source currency that likely is going to be one of the biggest inventions since the internet, at least since email, right? Um, Then you need to go check it out. Now... uh, Blockchain.info offers you a free online wallet. And this one's different than the online wallets that have been in the past. Thanks to fancy encryption techniques, they never have access to your money. In fact, they never know how much money you're sending or receiving at all. They've got apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. They do have apps for regular iPhones, but they're more limited in their capability. And with these apps, you can, these wallets, you can send and receive bitcoins. Uh, You can send bitcoins to email. Uh, to your Facebook friends, to anyone else's cell phone number in just about any country around the world. And it's all free. It's blockchain.info.
0: All right. We've been talking about uh, one of these slimy politicians running for president. Uh, his name is Mitt Romney, and he is uh, talking about a five-point plan that he has that will result, he claims, in 12 million jobs being created. Now, as was pointed out earlier in the show, he can just pull whatever magic number out of his hat that he wants to. Because once he's
3: elected, who cares?
0: Right. Once he's elected, you can't take it back. And uh, you know it doesn't matter if he breaks his promises. People that... St- People that support him will likely continue to support him even if he breaks his promises. Why? Because he's not that other guy, Barack Obama. Uh, And so, Johnny Ray, you were sharing
2: with us point number one, which is— Right, point number one of Mitt's plan is to—pardon me—achieve energy independence on this continent by 2020. It's an eight-year plan. Ah, so you got to elect him another time around, just in case it
0: doesn't happen. We're in the so first place. close, right, right? Right. Which is what Barack Obama's been saying, of course. Too. Uh, what was it? One of the quotes from I didn't watch the uh, debate, but I heard like a recap on the news the next day between mm-hmm. these two, and uh, Obama made some kind of statement like, "Well, I've always said that it takes uh, two terms to have any hope and change in uh, Washington D.C." What?
3: I mean, he said before if he didn't, if he wasn't successful, he wouldn't get a second term. If he didn't turn around <laughs> the economy, he wouldn't get a second. term. Now he's term. saying
0: he's always said that. Let's go to the phone so we can continue his uh, five five points here in a moment. Eddie's with us, listening in Michigan to WSJM in Benton Harbor. Hey, Eddie.
10: Good afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going?
0: Welcome, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts.
10: I'm confused because I know one side, particularly the side that is coming up with this five-point plan, has articulated that government cannot create jobs. So if government cannot create jobs, then why don't we already have these 12 million jobs? And why are we about to put someone in the White House where they've already stated that they wouldn't be able to do it once they get to the
3: White House?
2: Well, I suppose if I had to and stand... And they up- haven't stated it. The, the, the people making the prom- promises have made promises. They haven't said they couldn't do it, but we have here on the show. Well,
3: he's, he's claiming that uh, Republicans have said that uh, politicians can't. Uh, create jobs and that, so that's the thesis he's working from i i would say that i'm sure that some republicans have said such a thing but a republican would say well in fact what he means when he says he's going to create 12 million jobs is that he's going to get the government out of the way so that the marketplace can create 12 million jobs and that's how he'll create the jobs because you know the president's uh, is always blamed for whatever happens
2: right thank you Eddie. okay
10: um Again, I guess if that's the argument, uh, I would have to go back to a previous statement made then because the Bush tax cuts were supposed to create prosperity, and we've had several rounds of those. And yeah, in the President taxes, Bush did not like, in
2: cuts any cuts way, people. shape, or form get out of the way of business. It, he, they didn't cut taxes exactly. either. I mean, they didn't well, cut spending, I, I guess I Right, I think
3: that's the point. I don't think that the Bush's tax cuts can be blamed for anything. I think it's Bush's lack of tax uh, spending cuts that would be uh, blamed for everything. I mean, the Republicans had total control of the House, the uh, Senate, and the White House from 2000 to 2006. So whatever it was that their grand plan was, they certainly got to enact it and apparently what their grand okay. plan appeared to be was uh, theft and spending
10: now i appreciate a clearer picture of what's going on once we get past the rhetoric and actually see what's going on which you know begs the question why do you think people and this is a, this is a greater question i can take the answer off the air and i really appreciate the time you've given me why is it that people can can accept the rhetoric without actually looking at the actions of the individuals involved.
2: Great Personally, question. I think, I've been wanting to say this all night, I think that the statist is somebody who thinks that violence is the most powerful force in the universe. And I don't think that's crazy to think that way. I do think it is wrong. I agree it's wrong. Love's the most powerful force in the universe. Gentlemen, thank you
10: so much.
0: Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you, Eddie. 855-450-FREE. What do you think about that, Johnny Ray?
2: Well, it's um, it's... Um it's a fear. It's 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 a response to fear and it's a way to exploit fear. Violence is
0: a is a response to fear is what you're saying.
2: Yes, you have to meet the enemy with at least what they're meeting you with. You've gotta you've gotta have the courage to crack some heads. <laughs> The, <laughs>
0: Wait, who? I'm not cracking anybody's heads. I'm confused now. Who are you talking about?
2: The, uh, I'm, refer- I'm, I'm, I'm referring to an article that I read about the neoconservatives, and one of their tenets was This is something they that, would say, That's yes. what you're saying. Okay. One, yeah, one, one of their tenets is that most in the world, most of us cows and liberals and whatnot, we Whoa. just don't have the courage— ...to do what needs to be done. Break a few eggs, that sort
3: so, of So, uh, yeah, like, the suggestion is, is that, you know, if you can use violence to get the path that is uh, the best path to be on... Right, and if that, violence... And that is- might be true if you knew what the best path to be on, but... The fact is, is that humans and people in power have shown time and again, this is a blindness to history, time and again, that they do not know what the right path well, to be Well, wait a minute.
0: They do, the thing is, they don't know the right path for you and I. They might know their own belief about what their right path is. It's just their hubris is they believe their path is everyone's path or should be everyone's path. Well, I
3: think that freedom itself for everyone is is a path. It, in it of itself, It's a path to freedom for everyone. But what they believe is, is that they know the path to whatever it is, prosperity, whatever is best mm-hmm. for everybody, and that they will use violence to get that path. And they really will. When you're talking about neocons, they really will use violence. They'll use violence on a wholesale scale. Unlike, uh, you know, if they were un- if they were unstopped and unchecked, they would just use an incredible amount of violence to get what they wanted. But
0: they're almost completely unstopped and unchecked. I'd almost. like to talk
3: about your hate versus uh, love, uh, you know, your violence versus love uh, thing. There, as far as so, what the most powerful force in the universe is, yeah. yeah. So uh, violence is employed, employed through hate and fear, um, basically through yes. fear, and fear is something you can maintain, whereas love. Is a difficult thing to maintain. Mm. You have to. I mean, it. It takes discipline and uh, drive to to maintain love for yourself sure. and for your family and friends and for your neighbors and people you haven't met. It takes an incredible amount of will and determination to do such a thing. Fear. Everybody's got <laughs> it and it's turned on all the time. Mm. So um, awesome. I will give you that love is the most powerful force in the universe, but. I'd love to have a path to this love all the time, because, I mean, what I got is I got a pathway to fear a lot, yeah. and I'd love to have the pathway to love and peace. There is no
2: way to love. Love is the way.
0: Ah, yeah, Johnny Ray, right. 855-453, that's the SACL-CAI toll free line, and very few things worth doing are easy. So
2: it's- that, that that statement makes, makes much more sense when using the original word, which is there's no way to peace. Peace is the peace way. Peace is the way, yeah. I think the still way love still works. Still works. Still works. It sounds a little too hazy and
0: vague for my taste. One eight five five four
3: five zero. Like a flow chart. Three seven
0: three three. Phone lines are loaded, by the way, so if you're not getting through right now, uh patience, we will get to you. you are on the line you will get on the air 855-450-3733 and you can bring up anything and according to the call screening software the callers will be bringing up anything there's quite a variety on tap here of course uh, you can bring up whatever's on your mind free talk live
3: the three most important things you can do for free talk live are one share one episode a week on facebook or in some other social networking site two
0: This is Free Talk Live. You are invited to bring up anything, toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That number brought to you by SACL-CAI, 1-855-450-3733. And also, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Head over there, enjoy the features that we give away, and if you like the show and you like the free, the fact the website's free, uh, you can you know download archives, watch the webcam, do all the stuff you should be able to do on a talk show, uh, show website and more – and you don't have to pay a dime. But if you would like to send some money our direction, there is a great way to do it. And one of those ways, or there are several ways, but one of them is to shop with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com and enter Amazon through the links you'll find there. Shop.freetalklive.com will allow you to. Actually, there's more than just Amazon. There's also Newegg and a few other uh, lo- few other dealers, if you will, uh, on there. But Amazon gives us the biggest percentage. So if you can shop at Amazon, I would appreciate it. You can do Amazon UK, Amazon Canada, and Amazon US. And when you shop through the links at shop.freetalklive.com, Freetalk Live, will get a portion of the purchase price. In addition, same thing with uh, the Newegg links. You can shop at Newegg Canada, Newegg US, and uh, we'll get a much smaller portion of the purchase price when you enter through those links as well. And at Amazon, it's almost pretty much everything they sell that we'll get a a, a spiff on.
3: There's something Uh, we don't?
0: There might be some sort of an exception in there for something. I don't know what it is, but okay. it's pretty much anything you can buy on Amazon. New Egg is a little more restrictive, like a gift card on Amazon. We'll get a percentage on that, but on New Egg we won't, uh, for instance. But either way, uh, it's all there over at shop.freetalk.com. If you're spending
3: the gift card that you got for Newegg, will we get a percentage if you go I through- don't know. Okay.
0: I don't know about that, but but going through, getting into the habit of going to shop.freetalklive.com before doing your online shopping is a is a good habit to do uh, because it gets it helps free talk live dramatically, and it only costs you a moment. Yeah, it does, and of course, it is also uh, you know we're coming up rapidly on the holiday season, and that means that uh, inevitably people will be doing shopping, and you might as well get it done online rather than going to all the big box stores and waiting in lines and and having to deal with the crowds and the parking and all that nonsense. So let's continue uh and go back to your calls. Uh Sean is listening to W N M T in Northern Minnesota. Sean, you're on Free
11: Talk Live. Hey guys, I just found you guys about a month ago. Welcome, I sir. I really enjoy your program. Thank you. Call um, please I'm call not, your I'm local not, talk
0: radio station and let yeah, them know that.
11: Well, hey I've been calling. Uh, yeah, I'm calling from up here in God's country and there's only one station within but you know, that I've found that's about sixty miles away, so I have a hard time getting it on AM but um uh I think it was, his name was Jason There's was a few callers ago okay and uh, i'm kind of looking a little bit for what he's looking for from you guys now I, I i i'm totally in with the whole idea of everything you guys got going on okay? okay but but to put a fine point on it what what should everybody do now i know your positions on on uh you know governments obviously not the way to go and Oh, but what what is? Because it, it's almost seeming like a, a feeling this is kind of an amorphous thing, where it's kind of like, remember when, you know, Occupy Wall Street, well, they had a great, a great uh, thing going there, but they didn't have a point, you know what I mean? So it just kind of fell apart because it didn't have this, this drive to something, you know, or, or not necessarily a drive to something, but a, a plan on how to get there. Are you following sure. What I'm trying sure. To, I got gotcha. you.
3: So um, the fact is that on talk radio, uh, most hosts uh, do this thing where we, you know, you talk about some issues, you say what's right and what should happen, and this is whether right. they're right, left, or whatever. Free talk live is, <laughs> and right. um, what their answers tend to be is vote Democrat or vote Republican. We know what the results are there, right? Like you can go right. to New, you can go to New York State and see what happens if you vote Democrat, and you can well, go I'm, to I'm to Texas and see what happens if you vote. Vote Republican. Now uh now when free talk live started out our answer would have been vote libertarian. And it isn't much of an answer, right? It you know right. cuz it libertarians hadn't been elected to much over dog catcher at that point and they're still they haven't, still haven't still haven't been elected in too many cases. I think there was a couple of legislators somewhere that have been elected well, in New Hampshire
11: years up. ago we have a long and, and storied reputation of being a little bit outside the box when it comes to our politicians. I mean, we elected a pro wrestler for crying out loud. So we're, we're <laughs> willing to hear other people, uh, you know, a different, a different opinion. And Jesse Ventura was elected as an independent. Right. Because, we, and, and, he would have won a second term if he would have ran because he just got sick of it. He just he said one's enough. Yep, and, and I think that and, it's fine
3: to vote libertarian. I mean, you know, I, I, some you libertarians know. that run for office are great, and some of them stink, frankly. And um, well, just like
11: everybody else,
3: right? You know? So I mean, if, if if one wants to do that, that's a fine thing to do. Um, it's not a solution. The solution we came up with six years ago, uh, eight years ago, was to move for the Free State Project. And that was, you know, in order to get enough liberty-oriented people in one small state in order to have an effect, and that's working. If that doesn't right. work for you, if for whatever reason, you know, whether it's family or business or whatever ties you have to where you are, we understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's what it is for you. Now, what, are, what can you do for yourself where you are? I'd keep my eye on different liberty projects out there. I think that the Honduras— right. Oh, go ahead. i'm sorry. the Honduras thing's very interesting with the free cities maybe that'll happen maybe another, it won't
2: a, a, another thing you can do if you're tied to one place is simply to invest in things that make sense to invest in like capital goods or gold and silver or even bitcoins yeah, i've been
11: doing the gold i've been doing the gold thing for a while but i mean it's it's almost like if if uh, those of us that are out you know that aren't are going to move where you guys are and i mean you, you guys have some Obviously, like I say, you know, I can't catch you guys enough. To I'm sure you've said it a hundred times, but but I mean, you know, uh, your practical things that you guys are doing. I know you guys are doing the uh, the uh, where you you guys go around and follow the local police. And, <laughs> yeah, and cop block stuff like that. <laughs> cop watch. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because I mean, I, I'm in a small town. I mean, we're 2,500 people. Yep. And 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 common sense still actually reigns up here. It's the, our our kind of thing is the closer you get to the tall buildings. The less people make sense, and the further you are away from the tall buildings, common sense still rules. I can and tell you they kids
0: have kids. a limit on uh, how high buildings can be in Keene, New Hampshire, and that doesn't make
11: any <laughs> s- that doesn't make yeah. any
0: sense to me. I'll let you guys.
11: I'll let you guys use that. You guys go ahead. No, because no. But I mean, seriously, the closer you get to the big cities, then you get. It gets it gets a little cockeyed sometimes. I get I get the
0: off. I get where you're coming from. If yeah. I may uh, throw out some suggestions, uh, obviously I fully support the free state project. That's why I picked up my life and made the move for it, and I think it's a great idea. But yeah, there are people who are stuck in or they feel like they're stuck in certain places, or they have family members who are sticking them somewhere yeah. against their, well, I their a, will. I got a twelve year old,
11: that you know I'm not going to move her across the country yet. Uh, you know, well, they do say <laughs> that
0: New Hampshire is one of the best place to raise kids. Uh, one of the best places yeah, well, to so raise is, kids. So,
11: so is here, though. So that's that's kind of sure. a rub there, understood. Too, but,
0: so yeah. uh, absent that, uh, absent a crew of people willing to go out and do cop blocking and you know do activism uh, with you, there's always the discussion of se- of uh, of secession. And I think that's something that people really need to start having seriously all across the country because you really can uh, help create the next wave or you know create your reality so to speak by speaking it into existence if people I start think
11: there's more of that than you get guys... i think there's more of that going on than you guys even realize sure oh Good. you mean people there's, talking about there's secession several places Cal- california there's part of california that want like i think it's the top third of california has been having this that's secession true movement for years yeah <laughs>
3: yeah but they wanted to and... secede to to join with uh, the bottom portion of oregon and create a state called jefferson <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, right, i know but it's something I mean, it's something it's there's something it's anybody
0: no talking thing. about any level of secession, I don't care if it's seceding a region or seceding one state or seceding a city or personal secession, I think that the idea of secession is a is a one it's one that's time has come, it's again and it's one that needs to be approached from a peaceful perspective obviously if one right. is going to talk about it. But, you know, next time you're at a, a family dinner or a business, you know, where people are chatting at the water cooler or whatever opportunity you have to just say, you know, screw this voting for right. Romney or Obama thing let's secede right. what do we need the federal well, I, government for anyway and then just the, see what people I say
11: all the time i, I can't call for it all the time it's like why are you always rocking the boat well the way what what i tell everybody is if it wasn't for people like me people like you'd be getting screwed constantly not just not just most of the time yeah. it'd be constantly because i'm always willing to stick my neck out i've always used as an example if it cost me 500 dollars to make something go away or five grand to stick it to them i'm gonna spend the five grand every time
0: you sound like uh, my kind of guy, Sean. I appreciate that, and uh, I hope that well, at some you point guys, you can. I
11: called you guys, and I went, "Oh, I like these guys here. You, yep. you guys are speaking my language."
0: Well, I appreciate that. And by the way, you know, if you can't pick us up, if you're on the fringe of WNMT and you just can't get the signal in at some points, you're welcome to grab us online over at FreetalkLive.com. Course, are you, you guys? Are
11: you guys on Sirius?
0: We're on XM, actually. I know that they combined, but there are still some channels that were originally for, from XM that did not make the, the switch to Sirius. They didn't I get the combo. I so yeah, one
3: sixty five and one sixty six
0: on XM. Yeah, and all the okay. details are over at listen.freetalklive.com. com. Sean, thanks for the question okay. tonight. Thanks for the call. Well, Appreciate hearing keep, from keep, you, sir. Keep
3: up
11: the good work. Thanks. Dollars.
0: We will eight five five four fifty free. That's the sacl CAI toll free line. Uh, you know, I, I hope that uh, that he can make it here with his uh, his family because was it the number one place to raise a family or like one of the top. It tends to be the
3: number one in most lists. Uh, it's like that the number one healthiest see. state, yeah.
0: one of the best places to raise a family. It's good to be in New Hampshire. 855-453. You've got a family here, Mark, and it's working out pretty well. Everything's fine. All 450 1-855-450-3733. Plus, there's a big homeschooling community up here and unschooling. A lot of people are into that, uh, certainly within this movement. So there's a nice little network of those folks up here already. More coming up. You can take control. Hour
7: three's next.
0: Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. You may bring up whatever you want, though you must be patient so we can get to you because all of a sudden the phones blew up. I don't know why, but sometimes these things happen. And here we are. And of course, we'll take your calls about anything that's on your mind. You do not have to be on our topic, which I don't even know what that is right now. It was Mitt Romney and this five-point plan, how apparently it's like Chairman Mao also had a five-point plan, apparently. So uh, we'll you know we'll get to that if we get a chance. The, the
2: Communist Chinese had a lot of five-year plans. Mm-hmm. So and so Chairman of... Mao had the great oh, leap forward which killed 30 to 60 million people <laughs> and it remind and and part one of mitts plan reminds me a lot of mao's great leap forward Is that right? Mao Mao he forced people to build forges forges in their backyards among other things that it was a forges? centrally planned fiasco forges steel forges okay. steel forges so the chinese bureaucrats and the Cuz everyone needs one of those in their backyard. <laughs> right. He they made a series of Potemkin villages at every train stop that he went to, but his plans beggared the country. There was famine. 30-plus million people died because he thought that he could impose—he could create his the market that—a a kind of a, a market that he wanted. He Essentially thought that controlled. he controlled, yeah. He thought that he could make the decisions, and he— he did not have anywhere, nothing like the kind of information that he would have needed well, right. to he do that with any kind of success. He, he
0: won't suffer any of those consequences, right? He'll uh, dictate the, you know, what should be done from on high. And then if Mao's it doesn't work dinner. out. If,
2: Mao is going to get his dinner.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. If it doesn't work out, he doesn't starve. The other people do. Well, anyway, we'll continue. We can If we get a chance, we'll continue with Romney's five-point plan here in a bit. We've got the I, phones loaded up. I,
3: it was a basketball player, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he was this really tall basketball player. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? No. And he was from China. Okay. Um, and he was, I believe, telling the story, and it was on Reason TV, about this particular Mao situation mm-hmm. where this uh, huge famine struck and basically said that things got so bad, people were eating their children. Yao Ming, says our board operator. Okay. And it's a crazy story. And he said that you know some people yeah, couldn't, no eat, couldn't eat their own kids, so they trade with their neighbors. I mean, it's insane!
0: Wow. Let's go to the phones. Talk to John listening in Carson, Nevada, to Lrn.fm. Hey, John. Hey, Ian. Hey, what's on your mind?
1: Uh, yeah, I call to uh, explain to you and Mark why you're really anarchist, though I know you don't like the word.
0: I am not uh, an Mark anarchist, but you can try to convince that me. That, go ahead.
1: <laughs> sure. Mark was saying earlier that uh, we need government. Um, but the problem is when it becomes a monopoly. Well, if you, if you ask anyone to point to an example of a government, they'll always point to an agency that, is, uh, that maintains a legal monopoly of force. That's, everybody recognizes that as a government. They don't recognize other agencies like McDonald's. That's not a government government. Although you might say, in some sense, they govern their behavior. But it's not a government because they don't have a legal monopoly of force.
3: Well, would you say that uh, insurance companies who create documents like, uh, say, I don't know, a fire insurance uh, document that uh, people sign, that that document is a governing document?
1: Yes. Those, it's a different sense of the word governing. Sure. But well, if you, we, people, you if you ask
3: people to draw, draw a picture I of an automobile... Government
1: they will always point to a specific kind of agency.
3: If you ask people to draw a picture of a of an automobile, they'll draw you a picture of a you know a, a vehicle with a combustion engine. But that doesn't mean that every vehicle out there that has a combustion that only cars only have combustion engines. Just because people popularly say that.
1: Well, uh, you know it is a very it is a very useful sense of the word. What would you call an agency that has a a, uh, a legal monopoly of force i mean since everybody state? identifies that as a government and nothing else the state then why isn't that a proper use of the word the state the state well that's uh, you know, I would say a state and a government, those are those are synonyms in that
3: sense. I think a lot of people use them for synonyms. I'd like to make a distinction between the two. I think that uh, government has, uh, governments as we know them today, have risen up from the master and servant uh, king and serf relationship that has gone on for eh, nine millennia or so, uh, that rose out of the, essentially, you know, right out of the agricultural revolution when people started to tend to fields that when people started to stay in one place that uh, thieves decided, well you don 't have to work the roads anymore, now we can uh, you know work we we'll just work the peasants and that's essentially what occurred but and became, the problem I have
1: governments they became recognizable as governments when they established a legal monopoly. you know if you just have a mafia out there, People don't consider that a government because not even the mafia claims that they are—
3: I I would disagree that um, just because Draco wrote some stuff down doesn't mean that that's the first time governments came around. Governments are agencies that provide protection. And that's the distinction. And I can hire an agency to provide protection for me. The but distinction these agencies is the state. don't provide protection. Right. Um, the, the state is an agency that provides protection, supposedly, and demands a monopoly in that area is the distinction I'd like to make. Now, let me let me rebut and put you on the defensive here. A or an means what? When, uh, uh, it
1: means you're identifying a single case.
3: At, no, A or an in this case uh, means uh, you know what when, when you attach it to the front of a word as a prefix.
2: He's um, saying that it means you're talking about a singular thing, one thing. You're
1: talking about a single example. No, I, no. I'm um, not
3: I, sure I, what you're going for. I, I got you. That, um, i meant, meant not making myself clear. A or an means, if you had, use it as a prefix, means something that is not. So uh, anaerobic is an exercise that oh, is not aerobic. Uh, Atheist or, or without. Atheist is without, uh, you know, a, th- a theist belief or whatever. Sure. So in the case of anarchy is the case that no rulers or no ruling um, is what that means. And it is not possible for an uh, individual who must rule themselves to be an anarchist. They must be as, you know, using the English language as it was defined, you must be an autoarchist. Now, if you are a self ruler, that's a self ruler. Yeah, Auto means self. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you know you can. That's that's what that means. So you and must That's confusing rule yourself.
2: because I think that's autocrat. But autocrat clearly is not what I'm thinking of.
3: Nope. Autoarchist is the right term. So you know, whoever came up with this term, anarchist, just it's just not proper for the English language, and that's well, fine.
2: Yeah, it has to be impossible for Mark to govern
3: himself at all
0: for him to be an monopolies. anarchist. I'm sorry, y'all are talking over one another.
2: My fault. Yeah, sure. I sure. No, now.
1: no, I hear what Mark is saying. I hear what Mark is saying. So but to me, you, you know. Uh, language isn't just defined; it's also defined by usage.
2: Right,
0: and the word "anarchist" has been used in popular culture to mean uh, bomb throwing maniacs who are looking to destroy all of society.
1: That is one mainstream use, but oh, that that is uh, that's the primary, the primary use. mainstream use. Political anarchists, they all mean. That
3: they're against monopolies, of force. Yeah, well, you you can you can go ahead and play with your political anarchists if yeah, that's just, what you want to do, but they're not very convincing. Anytime anybody, if I were to get on the radio and say I'm an anarchist and I would never say it because I'm not, people would immediately say, oh my God, what kind of individual are you talking about? Because you well, don't get to engage somebody. You if you want to use it, I'm before. not done. I'm not done. If you want to okay. use this as a tool, as a lever to create a conversation with individuals on a one-on-one basis, I suppose you can do that and it might it will be as effective as it is but i can't use that as a tool on the radio
1: no i'm not saying you have to like the word or use it but would you agree that you do oppose uh, monopolies of force
3: i oppose a monopolies of force
1: so you would you guys say you're voluntarist say that you believe that all uh, that all uh
3: I like that word voluntarist
1: that
0: all state. human interaction should be consensually based. But Johnny Ray, what about you? Are you voluntarist? I, I, yes, I
2: was going to echo that I'm a peace snicker,
3: a love revolutionary. I don't I don't like this voluntarist word particularly. I don't think that is very useful.
2: And I'll also there's so
3: many well, words do you think out there's
1: there's there. any other basis besides a voluntary basis that's proper for human interaction, Mark?
3: I think that, look, I think people should, as long as they leave me alone, it's fine. I think a voluntary interactions are great.
0: Wouldn't a peacenik have to uh, oppose use of force in any circumstance? They would generally have to do that, yeah. So I thought that you support defensive
3: force. I think that uh, sometimes you can use force in order to prevent more force from being
0: used. So you're not a peacenik then? I,
3: you don't like my terminology. Screw you.
0: Okay, so you are saying that you have a different definition of peacenik. I was just asking you to define what, what peacenik meant. Uh, So, yeah, so all that aside, uh, let me give you a quick example of one of the reasons why I'm not an anarchist, besides all of Mark's reasons. Uh, There was a a young man who apparently – who we're connected to to some extent, who moved out of the area, moved down, uh, left his – You know, I guess he kind of went on a vacation from his mom and uh, proceeded to break into some homes, uh, some unoccupied homes, and tag anarchy symbols all over the place in these uh, unoccupied structures and was ended up charged with a felony for breaking and entering and stealing things. I, for one, am not interested in being associated with people that do things like that. That I is someone who call. has a shortage of
2: self-government.
0: The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live, and we invite you to bring up what you want. The toll-free number is 855-450-FREE, SACL, CAI toll-free line. That is, once again, 855-450-3733, and you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. We invite you to the website. To where you can actually control the content of the site. And you can also listen in via our live streams. Broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show. Different uh, size bit rates for different internet connection speeds. All of them are free and they're available around the clock. So anytime you want to listen to Free Talk Live, you can tune in live. Whatever you want over at listen.freetalklive.com. Also get the list of over 110 radio stations on AM and FM across the country that air the show. Our satellite listening choices include XM Satellite Radio, where we are heard all seven nights per week. Plus, we're up on KU Band as well, the free-to-air channels. Uh, There's also the webcam and the listen lines.
3: You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more and get tuned in. So BitInstant.com makes it easy for you to get your Bitcoins. All you have to do is go to BitInstant.com and find a location that's near you. And you can get a little deposit number there. Go to that location. It will actually list the different percentages to, uh, as far as the exchange rates go in these different locations. You go there. You make your deposit. And before you get home, likely you'll have your Bitcoins. It's BitInstant.com. Uh, if you don't know what Bitcoins are, they're an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency that i think is going to change the world it's bit dot com
0: currently uh under twelve dollars about eleven dollars and eighty cents
3: you know yeah. I, I don't give financial advice but I, if i had the money to buy right now i would be buying i mean i i'm confident in the amount of bitcoins that i have but i'm really confident that bitcoins are going to be moving upwards so i would say go out and get your bitcoins right now they're down bit a little
0: Instant bit account. they were at 13
3: they, they were down to 11 too so i know yeah
0: and they change fast too. Like when you look at the the Bitcoin price,
2: an hour later it could be 50 cents higher. Yeah, but day to day it's been right around the same dollar amount. It's and been it, it's been yeah, it's been around 12 week after week after week
3: for a few weeks, but uh
2: month after two, month month
3: over month it's still it's still up.
0: Yes. That's true. Yes it, it is. And $13 was its uh, what 12 month high?
3: Yeah, I'm not uh, you know, for one I think that it's really about adoption and I think the Bitcoin, you know, is There's more and more. The volume of transactions is going up at a gigantic rate. So it doesn't matter to me what the price is. It's about the volume of transactions, because as people continue to use it, it will go up because there are only 21 million of them possible in the world. And if you think about 21 million dollars, that's not very much.
2: Do you know how many are in circulation now? There are created, you mean? Or yeah, in how many Bitcoins are in circulation?
3: I don't know about in circulation, created about 10.5 million, um, not quite 11 million. Okay. So, uh, you know, they're going to – some of them have probably been lost, though.
0: That's true, because if you lose your wallet, it's impossible to get those
3: Bitcoins back. But it, the really cool thing is they're infinitely divisible. That much is true.
2: There's a right. lot of and cool it, things about it. I'm very confident in the Bitcoin, and I'm excited about what will happen when they – mine the last bitcoin i it's gonna be a while happen to the to the to the cost the price the exchange rate then. i don't
0: think that'll matter when they mine the last one that'll be incidental at that point i mean it's going to it's it, likely if it continues to be used by people it will continue to go up in in value over over that whole period of time that's my assumption yeah
3: thank god for syfe sci- is one of our producers here 10.13 million at the moment i thought it was more than that
0: that's what's in circulation that's what's in, that's in existence been, oh in existence
2: so I guess Mark, you're saying if people aren't actively using them, sure, then My, most not... of mine
3: aren't in circulation. I do right. do some buying and selling in Bitcoin, but I'm, you know, I'm holding on to some
2: um, on the uh, belief that they're going to go up. So do you watch the volume on the different markets from day to day? I just keep an eye on it. Yep. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Darren. He's listening to
0: W X N T in Indianapolis. Hey, Darren. It's Aaron. Aaron, apologies. Uh, go ahead, on. sir.
12: You know, I was gonna, uh, let me set this here up. Uh, what's your favorite kind of car
0: my favorite kind of car mine is a buick regal
8: supercharged
12: wow regal okay let's just say i had on my plaid coat and everything and i got a regal to sell you but i want you to sign the contract and give me the money first and then i'll let you test drive
2: you wouldn't you would go to another car dealer wouldn't you yeah chances are good so if that being score one for the free market
12: if that being said, why would anybody uh, 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 vote for someone to be president? I'm going to tell you what my plans are after I'm elected. You know, it's, yep. it's the very same thing.
3: It's dirty pool. And it's a sh- it's a sh- uh, don't get me
12: wrong. I'm going to set up both sides because I'm tired of both parties. That's what I'm calling about a third party. But the thing is, the sad part about it, Romney was probably a good guy, but he sold himself out. Just to be endured by the right
0: I don't know wacko. if he's a good guy, didn't he? he put a dog on the top of his car and drive through freezing cold temperatures
12: and, <laughs> you know I'm and sleep a basic morals and stuff like that but yeah that, that's kind of whack he's just totally out of touch but and then Obama I mean he I'm pretty sure he want to be to see the problem with these here president they surround himself with bad people he, I mean right now George Bush he seemed like a really good guy compared to
0: these two. Right, that's you how know, Bill Clinton, Clinton seemed, European, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if y'all remember that, but like when Bush took over and started doing all the war, and uh, Bill Clinton seemed like a yeah. peacenik. Bill Clinton's comparison.
2: looking like a great president at this point. Yeah. Every president sooner or later makes you fond for his the, predecessor. The previous, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, surm-
12: they surm- themselves or everybody have their own agenda.
0: Right. And you know, the, the, the at least but, at least George Bush, he before. you know you could laugh at him. He had those cute little you know guffaws <laughs> and you know he'd mess up all the time and like you know went to open the door and it was locked and you know it's because it he was just well, laughable. I'd have
12: somebody like that to let me know they're human. You
0: know yeah.
12: I don't. And, and I, I mean I voted for Obama. You know it was history, but we uh, never know when this is going to happen again, especially in this country. But you know I, I'm tired of the Spock Act. I need Captain Kirk. I don't
8: want spark uh, no more. I don't you want know, any of them. The non-emotional, the non-emotional, I'm just,
12: you know, clear-cut. No no party, no, nobody, you don't want to talk about the poor class. It's always the middle class and upper class. Mm. It's a lot of people, and that's going to raise up our crime rate there. So I'm just saying, the American people need to
0: grow up there. And start with a third party and get rid of both of these. Aaron, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. You know, I don't think it's a terrible idea to bring third parties in. I think I've, I've long been a third party you know, supporter. Bring them in the debates. Let's get some extra viewpoints out there. I mean, a lot well, of other I think countries... That would be
3: the most important thing that would come from voting yeah. third party is to get them in the debates because they have to get like 15 percent or something like that well, in those a national are in polls. Yeah, national in polls.
0: polls. Uh, it's ridiculous. The, the, the rules are stacked. The deck is stacked against third parties. There is a lawsuit in play uh, by the Gary Johnson campaign, the Libertarian Party candidate, to try to, get, to try to gain access, to try to essentially force his way into the debates uh, with the Commission for, uh, for Presidential Debates. Whether that will end up panning out remains to be seen. Uh, but I think it's a good idea. I don't think it's ever going to happen because it's just too dangerous if they let somebody else in those debates they're going to suck away i mean the one thing that is guaranteed to come from letting a third party into a debate is that third party candidate whether it's the greens or the libertarians or whoever it is will get votes that they otherwise would not have gotten and the republicans and democrats will not stand for it
3: that plum that juicy fruit that is uh the washington dc they do not. The Republicans and Democrats. They can agree on one thing. They don't want to share that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, if they they're not going to let a third party in if they can avoid it.
2: Right. They'll share it with each other, but they don't want to share it with the mundane third exactly. parties. With the, uh, the the duopoly
3: that they have is uh, you know is doing them just fine.
2: All right. So eight five five four fifty free.
0: You can bring up anything that you want. In fact, there's a cool little Obama vi- uh, video I just posted over at freekeen.com. And it's kind of a fun play on uh, people that chant Obama. You can go see it for yourself. It's real quick. Freekeen.com. We're coming up here. 855-450-FREE. You take control. It's Free Talk Live.
3: On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. gold.freetalklive.com.
0: is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com to enjoy the features that we share with you there. Uh, and those features include our webcam. You can watch, listen, and interact because the chat room is built in to the same page as the cam. Go to cam.freetalklive.com to experience that for free that's cam.freetalklive.com.
3: We spoke about precious metals this evening, getting them uh, in order to you know, stave off some kind of inflationary cycle that may be created by the Federal Reserve's introduction of lots more dollars into the marketplace in the form of QE3 and just their normal doing business. If you want to get... Precious metals. Go to gold.freetalklive.com. There we offer some coins that you can see right on the internet. Also, there's a telephone number if you want to get something spe- special that isn't there on the internet. You can call uh, that number and you know mention Free Talk Live and they'll give you all the help you need. It's Midas Resources. We've done business with them for you know many many years and uh, you know I've always I've always had good interactions with them. Ian, I know you have bought some stuff there too. Yep, it's always going well. So it's gold.freetalklive.com. All right, so we'll continue with you and your thoughts.
0: We've got David in Montana. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you all doing? David, what's on your mind?
8: Uh, liberty or so-called freedom. It only comes with trust. And trust comes from respect and honor. And till we trust one another. The, the government and people do not trust one another whatsoever. Liberty and freedom is not going to come from that because trust is needed for freedom and liberty, or liberty, liberty. makes sense. And we have to and <clears throat> respect and honor, and gotta make work that that builds trust in one another. They they got us going at each other's throats from every aspect economically. Our 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 economic system is based upon evil, really, like and dishonor and everything that's against that leads to freedom. If you look at a fractional reserve banking, is like a scam. You know they could make up money and lend out money they don't have and charge interest on it. And you know, it's it's just it's dishonest. Yeah,
2: sure. I'd say the central and, bank and has created a lot on of evil outcomes. Trust.
8: If we work on to trust one another, like we have to, and, and that's working together and jobs. And that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Jobs is cannabis, man. 25 million jobs. There's 25,000 uses. Every use gave a thousand
0: it's just, really hard to just, to hear you sometimes, Dave. I don't know if you're talking right into your phone or if we've got a bad connection tonight. I, I apologize. It's very the,
8: green, the green and the green hemp, you know, the green movement, like in the green energy and everything, uh-huh. they don't back hemp. So I don't trust them because hemp is their miracle plant. It, it does. It burns. The p- pollution from burning hemp oil is not. As bad as burning regular oil, it's, it's like a less lesser carbon. And, um,
0: Hemp's an amazing crop. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt about right. it.
8: Right, and these green people—they got. The, I know plenty of greens the who
0: support uh, <laughs> cannabis. I've smoked pot with them before.
8: <laughs> but you never hear, you know, these green movements putting forward the spearhead of the liberty plant.
0: I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I think there's plenty of green people. I don't hear uh,
8: enough from them. Okay. You know, well, you do live
0: in Montana. Maybe there's not very many of them around there.
8: <laughs> and uh, like I said, the jobs, though, it's it's there. 25 million jobs just waiting
0: to be had. I think you make a great point there, David, and I thank you for the call tonight. appreciate hearing from you at 855 free. Because what, he's kind of tying us back around into what you were talking about earlier, Johnny Ray, with the five-point plan uh, that uh, Mitt Romney... Uh, slash Chairman Mao uh, has to uh, implement it will ostensibly create 12 million or 12 billion was,
3: was it 12 million jobs? 12, 12, million, 12, new 12, jobs. 12, 12 million, million jobs. 12 billion jobs would really be, too be many. something yeah. in a 12, country with 300 million people. Right.
0: 12 million uh, jobs, which of course uh, he's just a president if he, if he does win the election and one man cannot do, uh, you know, one man cannot create that many jobs. Ridiculous. But then again, they can make whatever promises they want to. But Dave, I think, is on to something. If you just legalize and or decriminalize uh, marijuana if you decriminalize hemp and cannabis this crop this amazing plant that uh, that will absolutely create a huge industry not quite overnight but darn close to it like if people could actually sell cannabis think and about the products. alcohol
3: industry yeah. i mean you could say whatever you want to say about alcohol but what you can't say is that there aren't a whole bunch of jobs related to it no doubt and by the way to some extent, the alcohol companies stand against the legalization of marijuana. They do.
2: Ian, I would like to give at least a thumbnail of the final uh, four pillars. Hold that thought, because Nico is on the line here listening in Illinois. You're on Free
0: Talk Live. Hey, Nico.
9: Hi, how are you guys doing?
0: What's on your mind?
9: So this this Chairman Mao, is this Chairman Mao Zedong? or
3: Yes. Yes.
9: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I actually originally called in to talk about the environment, Um But you guys reminded me of another point, and um, so if you can't answer it quickly, it's okay if we don't get to the environment. Um, But I frequently, ironically enough, because I don't support Obama, find myself among conservatives defending him a lot, um, which is weird, because I think a lot of what conservatives say about Obama is either, one, untrue, and I think when you say things that just aren't true – um, and are, have been thoroughly debunked. I think you just make yourself look like an idiot. You don't really support your, your, your stand. And two, um, I, I did conservatives do the same thing? And the main thing that I try to convince conservatives when they yell at me for not wanting to vote for either Obama or Mitt Romney, because they say that by not voting for Mitt Romney, I'm voting for Obama.
3: Right. (laughs) Then just tell them, Uh, Okay. then I'm going to go ahead and vote for Obama. Say that one more time and I'm going to go ahead and do it, because it's somebody who does not understand math that says that. Yeah. Uh, The fact is, is if I vote for Gary Johnson, I am not giving a vote to Obama because I'm not putting a vote in his column. The most you could claim... Mm -hmm. Is that the, if there is a duopoly and that somehow one of the parties owns my vote, that I am simply taking a half a vote away from the Republican because you know one because both parties own a half a vote and I just have to decide which party to steal a vote, half a vote from, and give it to the other side.
9: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, my my thing is, I believe that uh, a large majority of the problems in this country come from just the bipartisan, I guess. Duopoly system that we have, in, in where it's pretty much like Obama. It's not really Obama and Mitt Romney are diametrically opposed. They're the same person. They just have different talking points. When they get into the office, they're the same guy. And we've seen this time and time again. And I just don't know how to convince you know conservatives or Democrats for that matter of this fact. They just don't believe it. They see Mitt Romney making these points, and they they either say, "Well, he's different than all the other guys who." <laughs> and, you know, or, or, this
0: time or, he's different George Bush lied to us but this guy is telling the, the truth
3: the best thing I've yeah. got here is is um, do you think that uh, the government of Texas or Utah is too big well those governments are run by Republicans those Republicans of majorities have been in office they're uh, tyrannical and they have been in place for a very long time or do you think that uh, the, the growth of government under George Bush was a good thing and you know, I mean, you you ask them about the growth of government under Republicans, where they cannot deny that Republicans are responsible for it, and attempt to make them own the growth of government. That's what the that's the best thing I got.
9: Yeah, my my last favorite argument that they have that I really just want to find a one sentence way to refute is well. Obama sucks. He's a horrible guy. He's done a lot of horrible things in this country. So why would you want to keep him in for another four years? At least we're getting somebody different in.
3: I don't and, want to keep you him know. in. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, you know that, The, the, the that. likelihood that my vote is going to put Mitt Romney in is, uh, you know, is, is nonsense. I'll tell you what. I'll vote for Gary Johnson. And if Obama wins this state by one vote, I'll give you $100.
0: Hey, uh, Nico, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate your thoughts. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI. That ought to make you feel better. Toll free line, one 450 3733 Hey, I vote for secession. How about that? I don't want to have anything to do with the federal government. I don't consent. Uh, more coming up. Free Talk Live.
6: This is Free
0: Talk Live. You dial in toll-free or not, it's up to you. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. one 450 3733 That number is brought to you by SACL CAI. And uh, you can also join us over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features that we share with you on the site. If you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, You can go to promote.freetalklive.com, get a free bumper sticker there. Somebody just posted, I think it was either to Twitter or Facebook today, celebrating that they had received their uh, free bumper sticker from us uh, through the ever-so-slow postal mail system. But that's the way we do it because, well, it's the most affordable way, unfortunately, uh, at this point. And so we do the self-addressed stamped envelope thing. You send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, meaning an envelope to which you have addressed to yourself, and you've stamped yourself and then we just take that envelope, stuff a bumper sticker in it, and throw it in the mail and send it back to you. That's how it works. Go to promote.freetalklive.com learn more about that. And the other things you can do, like print out flyers. You can also uh, access graphics. You can utilize web graphics for your uh, like your website. Put up a banner if you'd like. Or even high-res graphics, the fonts that we use. You can make your own Free Talk Live graphics and T-shirts and whatever it is you are talented at. You're welcome to use our resources there. Promote dot freetalklive.com johnny ray uh you've been uh we started the list of the five things uh, five point plan number that, one uh, yeah. chairman romney uh has
2: for uh the, the planning for the country provided he's elected Exact. yes 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 i did number one uh plan to achieve an eight-year plan to achieve energy independence on this continent unnecessary the way to wealth is trade, not control of markets. Mm-hmm. The, the market will decide where we buy our energy and right. how Right. You don't much. need to plan it. You, you, don't, do. you don't have to plan the marketplace. That's right. You just let it happen, and they're not going to do that. Part two of the plan is trade that works for America. Mitt believes that trade can offer enormous opportunities for American businesses and workers. That means a- tariffs, Right. But only if they're given a level playing field Ah, on which they can compete and win. That is why he will work to open new markets for American goods and services while also confronting nations like China that cheat on trade and steal American (laughs) jobs. (laughs) What does that mean? They
0: cheat on trade. It's the suggestion that there's this imbalance, right? That's what he's getting at. That there's well, a trade Mitt imbalance. Romney has
2: said many times, over and over, that on day one he will label China a currency manipulator. Right. And if that's not the pot calling the kettle black, then it's something worse.
3: Right. It's it's, it's uh, the it's pot, misdirection. It's the pot calling something that's uh, you know chartreuse black. I mean, it. The, China is certainly a manipulator of currency, no doubt. Uh, well, let's call it something that's gray black.
2: But the United States is the manipulator of currency. Currency manipulation is the name of the game. Everybody manipulates their currency. It's true. But
3: it's misdirection to suggest but that... the United uh, States has the world's reserve currency. So yep. when it, re- it manipulates the currency... At this time. It manip- well, that's the time we're talking yeah. about, Ian. Yeah, what is... Mitt Romney is proposing change. to rule the nation for, the, for four years. So... That's the time we're talking about. But
0: he is projecting, though, right? Like, he's trying to distract people by telling them that China is the problem when, in point of fact, the problem's right here.
2: There was a story in the news recently about Chinese corporations, ZTE, and I know I'm not pronouncing it right, Huawei. Um, It's part of the, the trade war that we started talking about a couple of weeks ago. We are... What's it called when you blame somebody? We're scapegoating the Chinese. Yep, there you go. great there politi- Great politics. We're accusing them of cheating. Well, we're I'm no, not we're accusing anything. You mean Thank the, you. the, Thank the, the you. federal Mitt, government? Mitt Romney and Barack Obama are yeah. both going down a road with China that is— Not wise. Well,
0: it's important to have a bad guy, right? So they've got the terrorist bad guy, but China, you know, is also a good bad guy for the the government people because anything they can do to distract Americans from the domestic issues is really important to them. So – bickering over what to do about the big the threat, the great red horde in China is a good way to keep Americans distracted because Americans are easily distracted by some some good uh, foreign nebulous threat that supposedly exists out there for them to be worried about and think that, well, either Barack Obama or Mitt Romney one of them is going to solve this China problem it sure is a problem them selling us that uh, cheap those cheap goods that we sure do love so much that's a problem or something like that and that's what he's suggesting here by suggesting there's a trade imbalance and that somehow the levying uh,
2: the playing field must be leveled i mean this is such a common
0: uh a tactic from the the government
2: guys probably the chinese communists and the american communists make their own deals and what they say to the media is something wholly different but i am worried that we're going like japanese style 1943 44 we're we're going to a a, a war a violent war with china hot war with china
0: i can't believe that's true it's just posturing
2: you know, there's there,
3: there are ships in the, the United States is moving what two carrier groups to the sh- South China Sea. I don't think that it's in just posturing. But here, think about this for a second. If you're a conspiracy theorist and a lot of wars have been started for this very reason, George Washington and many of the founding fathers had a great deal of debt to Great Britain. If the United States doesn't want to pay all that debt to China, Mm. most of its debt, by the way, is to the Federal Reserve. So if you really wanted to fight people that you owed money to, you'd fight the bankers. But, um, you know, there's a lot of money owed to China. Hmm. What would happen if you got into war with them? Suddenly you don't have to pay. They're Mm -hmm. the bad guys.
0: Yeah, I mean, I see where you're coming from, but China's a pretty big... I mean, they're having enough trouble with the uh, ragtag band of insurgents in Afghanistan.
3: Uh, China the United States could absolutely take it. Well, okay, the United States is a nation, and nations can fight nations very well. What nations can't do is fight desperate groups of individuals that are trying to sort of de- decentrally uh, work, coordinate together. You know, I mean, it, yeah. Are you oh. talking
0: about invading China?
3: No, I'm talking about fighting China's ships. I see. They blow their little little tin cut cans out of the water,
2: hmm. which part, will make them very angry. Part three of Mitt Romney's five-part plan to create 12 million jobs is to provide Americans with the skills to succeed through better public schools, better access to <laughs> higher education, and better retraining programs that help to match unemployed workers with real-world so job opportunities. Increase the size of government schools. Increase the amount of subsidies, meaning
0: uh, government scholarships and things like that, and uh, government loans for college. Increase the amount of money all over the place, going why, to schools, government why, schools.
2: why, people, would you give your money to Mitt Romney for him to turn around and spend on your own education? You're saying, I'm an idiot and I can't do this myself. I don't think that's true.
0: I think people, when they give money to the government, a lot of them are, are just afraid.
2: I think that's there are there's a
0: small group of people that that really have told themselves that it's a good thing to pay taxes it's a very small group there's a larger group of people that uh that you know have been told a story about how well I don't like paying taxes, but it's the price of society. It's the price of civilization. Right.
2: Strikes a charitable chord with them. Um, and
0: then there's another group of people that is just out, out and out frightened to death of pay, of not paying, and what might possibly happen because they've seen Willie Nelson, they've that's seen mostly, I'd uh, say Richard Woodstack from the whatever Survivor, and they saw what happened to Wesley Snipes, and they don't want that to happen to them.
2: I think those are three primary categories of people that uh, that pay taxes. Part four is to cut the deficit, reducing the size of government and getting the national debt under control so that America remains a place where businesses want to open up, shop, and hire. Because Republicans are really good at cutting the deficit. I think this is just an out-and-out lie.
0: (laughs) Aren't Republicans known for uh, increasing the deficit? Over time, because they they increase yeah, spending without spend. increasing taxes?
3: De- Democrats are tax and spend. Republicans yeah. are deficit and spend. I mean, you know, to me— Which means Romney's a Democrat, right? Or something like that. To, to me, I think it's more honest to tax and spend than it is to deficit yeah. and spend.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, historically, the Democrats have been more honest in that they'll tell you to your face, a lot of them, that they want more government. Whereas people like George Bush or Mitt Romney have all this uh, rhetoric yeah, about the how Democrats they're going to slash—
3: the Democrats say they want um, they want peace and uh, well, right? And they no say war. they want to help
2: the poor, but they don't actually do that either. So there's no way that Mitt Romney would give away power, w- would put himself in a position where he had less power oh, than Barack not. Obama.
0: But yet, you what? if you believe his uh, cheerleaders, then he is just the he's going to get in there with an axe and just hack the government to bits and all the well, government bureaucrats hate him because he's going to cut all their jobs. And uh, this is what I've heard on conservative talk radio. And it's well, absolutely ridiculous. I,
3: you know, the, the real because conservatives... that's what he
0: did in Massachusetts. Right. Look at the small government in Massachusetts where Mitt Romney went in there and just hacked and slashed and burned the thing to the ground.
3: I think most conservatives say to themselves, well, he beats Bar- uh, Barack Obama. That's all they got. That's all they say. Um, and and I don't think anybody really believes that Mitt Romney is going to cut uh, it's government by any size at all.
2: So what's number? Are we have to number five. Part, finally, part five of Mitt's plan is to champion small business. Small businesses are the engine of job creation in this country, but they will struggle to succeed if taxes and regulations are too burdensome, or if a government in yes, Washington yes, if, if there's does only
0: some best. some burdens in there, let's let's have uh, taxes and regulations that are burdensome enough, not too burdensome.
2: Mitt Romney said during the presidential debate. He said. Regulations are necessary in a free market. Wow, talk about
0: somebody who doesn't get it. Orwellian doublespeak. Well, yeah, absolutely. I think that, I think that uh,
3: certifications and limitations on businesses are, are going to be necessary, but I think they can be done in a marketplace where people.
0: Okay, but regulations are not certifications. Nope, I didn't say that, right? Mitt right.
2: okay. MIT will pursue comprehensive tax reform that lowers tax rates for all Americans, and he will cut back uh-huh. on the red tape that drives up costs and discourages yeah, hiring. Yeah, sure. And George Bush was for smaller government and no nation building.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said all right it's in here with you johnny ray and mark hey we'll be back mark and i on friday night meantime julia and friends will be here to uh, host the show with you have fun with them we'll see you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com why did you move to the shire
9: i moved here to the shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as i do
0: I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now.
9: I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be.
1: Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it.